Howdy, everybody. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to episode 100 of the Punk Till I Die podcast. Neil, did I ever explain to you why I do such a goofy intro? You never have, Tom. In 100 episodes, I've never heard why that would be. Well, the hi, everybody, is actually something I've been stealing from Dr. Nick Riviera from The Simpsons. And who is... He walks into the room, he's like, hi, everybody! But I screwed it up, like, on episode number one, and now we are here at 100 episodes celebrating this milestone, and I've been (laughs) doing it that way ever since, since I screwed it up in episode one. I don't even know who Dr. Nick Riviera is. Who is that? I know the Simpsons basically, but, you know. He's like the the hack doctor. When they don't have the money to go to Dr. Hibbert, they go to Dr. Nick Riviera. Okay. That's going to be a good good, good, uh, alter ego for you. I like it. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I came from. Maybe I'll mix it up. You know, we're entering a new phase here. You know, we, we this is a real milestone, Neil. Did you, Actually, it we, is. When we first started doing this, did you think that we would make it to 100? I didn't know if think we'd make it to two, to be fair. <laughs> you didn't think we'd make it past our demo episode where we talked about finding porno mags in the bushes. <laughs> yes, which is actually a good one. Maybe we'll put that out as a collector's item for people one day. <laughs> like bonus <laughs> Yeah, but no, you're right. Episode 100 is, it's a super big deal. And, um, I mean, it is for us, it is for me anyway. I know you've been on Punk News for a long time and stuff, but for me, this was a really big deal. I couldn't really believe it. Are you baiting me? No, I'm not. No, I'm I'm honestly not. I I know (laughs) you've been through probably like episodes three and 400 with with Punk News, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this is our baby. This is, this is our baby. I was, that was part, I was more like a, that was more like a, cast of thousands or like uh you know like a saturday night life you know where there was multiple players this is our baby ours and our lovely listeners right which is what this episode is all about this is our episode for you guys yes so what did we do neil explain to people what we did okay what we did we reached out to i mean obviously we have a we have listeners a lot of hopefully a lot of listeners we don't know how many but we have some that write to us we talk represents one million (laughs) listeners. we hope so so we have some rights, some listeners that write to us all the time, either email or Facebook or whatever. So we reached out to some of the regular uh, listen or writers in, you know, listeners, whatever. And we said, do you want to be on episode 100? So we got like 10 responses. And so those are the people you are going to hear today. We recorded short interviews with them to see what they're about, who they are, what they're like, whereabouts they are in the world. And um, that's what you're going to hear in this episode, right, Tom? Absolutely. And just to be clear, it's mostly, it's a lot of folks that we've talked to a lot lately. Um, so if you, if you feel like you were left out, then write us an angry letter and we'll put you on episode number 200. Yeah. And- um, there was a couple of people, like we, we, we reached out to a couple of people in Australia, but it's the time differences very much. And our good friend Jake, is afraid to talk so he didn't come on so there's some things and if if you were i know we have some loyal listeners that actually have been on for like full segments so we didn't reach out to those people right if you already got your full episode you didn't we didn't invite you for this right um so um but yeah it was it was man i gotta tell you it was it was a lot of fun but we could say that at the end right yeah, no, it, it was it, it was really interesting getting to know all of these people. I thought it was fantastic, to tell you the truth. Bottom line, yeah. if you didn't make the cut for this episode, we're very disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah. Punk yeah, you, I sh- die. you should have replied to us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail and Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook. Yeah. So, anyway, so, 
without any ado yeah there you go sorry i'm sorry i stepped on you tom come on you do it that's all right that's what we do neil we've been doing it for 100 100 episodes now like 200 hours of this nonsense yeah so here, here we go yep so we are here with our first listener, and it's actually a very appropriate first li- listener. His name is Mark, and he actually helped us out a lot when we were just getting started. So actually, I'm going to... Neil, why don't you tell us about your friend Mark? Yeah, I've known oh, Mark. Uh, you, about. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I've known Mark for what? What do you say, Mark? About 15 years now, something like that? Since uh, late 2003. Wow, so it's longer than I thought. Yeah, yeah. that long? You guys are geezers. I mean, that's. I was thinking it was like 30 years or something. <laughs> well, no, we met at work, actually. We met at work because he's a designer and I was doing the IT oh. stuff. And uh, and then he, he came into my office one time and he saw all the skateboards and he used to skateboard and stuff. So then we started talking about wow. that stuff. And then he joined me at the skate park and we've been like really good friends ever since. Um, unfortunately, he left uh he left illinois about was it now mark about five years ago and 2014 so going on seven years wow it's been a long time well yeah. what, so, okay so mark tell us tell us about where you where you are now i am in gainesville florida home of neil's favorite music festival <laughs> yeah so I, I was gonna say that so like people want to go back if they remember like what was that episode three or four or something when i went down to fest mark is who i was staying with down in gainesville yeah, and uh, you guys had just started the pod, and uh, Neil was telling me all about it when he arrived here, and was all excited and everything. And <laughs> yeah. here we are today. And then, so, and then after going after seeing some shows at Fest, I'm not so excited anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's leave, true. Did you leave beautiful Illinois to escape the weather? or uh... Pretty much. Uh, or... My wife and I, uh, uh, our mothers were down here at the time. Uh, yeah. Of course they were. And, uh, you know, getting up there in age. Uh, so we decided to leave the snowy north. We didn't really have any, you know, blood relatives up there at all. So we, we came on down once uh, my son got into college. He was uh, get going into his senior year of college when we moved down. And so took care of my mom for a while. Unfortunately, she uh, passed in 2017. And uh, But uh, my wife's mother is still alive. So we're hmm. taking care of her now from here so i think i think one of our questions is going to be how you found us but obviously you already answered how you found us yeah yeah it was forced straight on from, me straight from <laughs> forced on you that's nice thanks mark exactly <laughs> well mark actually did uh, mark actually did a lot of uh he actually did our main graphic he did a yes. lot of our graphics Steve, early on yeah so, so if cool. the estate of Stiv Bader wants to so- wants to sue the Punk Till I Die podcast, we're going to go ahead and give him Mark's number. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, you just send him on down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're just loose copyright laws. It's all good. Isn't that what punk art is all about? Just kind oh, of lifting stuff and you reusing it? Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Why do you think the misfits don't sue everybody who steals their skull? Because they stole it. Right. Well, they probably actually do, though, don't they, Tom? They, I, I, should, I should imagine that uh, little Glenn Danzig's probably a pretty litigious guy, dollars. isn't he? Made a billion dollars selling those t-shirts. Yeah, that's true <laughs> enough. So, okay, so Mark, so um, people that have listened before probably know I've mentioned you before, and you know, punk isn't your it isn't your favorite genre by any means, or wasn't your first genre by any means, right? So tell us a little bit about uh, some of the music that you would normally like to listen to. I mean, you're all over the place, right? Very eclectic. Yeah, I, I have a pretty vast uh, range of tastes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll start where at the time that you and I met, Neil, and 
you know, I was really into a lot of the jam music, uh, Grateful Dead and Fish and Widespread Panic. Um, yeah, when, he, when he says jam, when he says the jam, he doesn't mean the jam. He means jam, no, jam yeah. bands. Not the jam <laughs> jam bands. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was just like getting back into skateboarding, and it was funny because I just thought I was just a normal guy. I liked to listen to Grateful Dead and uh, and Fish and all that, and and a lot of these guys that I met through skateboarding were giving me a lot of shit about that. <laughs> As they should. Neil included. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, you know, I just, you know, I wanted to be open-minded. And, and so these friends of mine, these new friends of mine, like Neil, were introducing me to punk rock. And, wow, just lo and behold, I actually kind of liked it. You know, there was there were some things that I really liked about it, some things I didn't like so much about it. But uh, I don't know. I just um, really dig the the visceral sort of uh, anger and energy that that punk brings. And and now I'm especially listening to the podcast so much now. I'm pretty much seventy thirty now. I'm I'm listening to a lot of the punk and and uh, proto punk and post punk type stuff. That's cool. That's it's crazy though because how many people get into punk in their forties? You have to be like a a real outlier in that regard. Yeah, no, no kidding. And I and I feel almost like a poser sometimes because you know <laughs> I'll I'll talk a good game, but I really don't know much about it, <laughs> the history or anything. I mean, I'm trying to to get up on that now. Uh, um, Neil recommended the Please Kill Me book, which I'm, I just started. Reading. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. So I'm I'm gonna get studying on that, but uh, no, I'm not not trying to put on any airs or anything and, and sure. say that I'm a, a, an aficionado or anything. No, what's but, cool? You know, it's, no, but no, as I say, it's better. I'd rather have a guy discover it a little older and listen to it than these kids who, like, quit listening to it at 23 but think they're still into it. You know what I mean? Right. Because Neil, I mean, sure, Neil knows tons of people. Oh, I grew up skating with him, was big into punk rock, and now they listen to Five Finger Death Punch on the radio and, you know, <laughs> have totally given up the life for a corporate-type life or whatever so no I, I think it's cool i think it's awesome i think it's it's cool well and one of the coolest things is mark will just he'll go to shows on his own down there like he'll just sit here of a band oh. or something and he'll go check it out like who was that one that you saw at lucy's that one time that i, I i'd never even heard of oh, oh they're red right red key yeah, yeah, yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah I, re I still really like those guys and uh they've been pretty active on the internet since uh pandemic they do a lot of streams and stuff not that i can watch those very well i mean i i kind of lose interest after a while because you you yeah the, the energy is lacking you know yeah sure yeah we've yeah, we've but, yeah we've we've talked so, about that in, in detail yeah it's true so go just a, to, to, to go just a little bit further down the like rabbit hole of the music you listened to before i mean you couldn't skateboard listen to the grateful dead or something right no but i but i liked some of the old 70s rock like Led Zeppelin and ZZ Top sure. and, and, you know, even some Ted Nugent kind of that kind of stuff. You know, sure. Errol Smith, the harder rock kind of stuff. Sure. I gotcha. to so that's what you were listening to to skate it to back in the back in the mid 70s, right? You listen to that. Kind yeah, of stuff. yeah. Yeah. Aerosmith, like, Led Zeppelin. Like yeah. Cat Scratch Fever doing a hand plant. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing any hand plants, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the the final form like the the final question was going to be like what's your what was your favorite episode Neil is that it or did I miss something uh, yeah that's uh, one of the final questions yeah so we have what's, what what 
what's your favorite episode? I mean, you've listened to a lot of them, Mark, right? I mean, you were in pretty much at the start and stuff, so I don't know if yeah, you can pick a favorite one. I'm happy to say that I've listened to every single episode except for the Guar episode. <laughs> for, for some reason, that one got by me. and It's very I, funny. I should listen to it because you guys still, you know, even recently have talked about it. It was wild, man. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> that episode. But, it was like uh, the X-rated version of the Rick Sims one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I really liked the Godoy episode, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Just, wow. Yeah, I really, I really kind of liked the their honesty. I guess. Yeah, they're honest. And, That's true. <laughs> and something about the their delivery and the cadence in which they you know communicate and stuff like that was real compelling to me for some reason. But. Um, I mean, I've liked them all, and I really like the the John from Japan episode. Ah, yeah. that was funny too. <laughs> Good yeah. old John. That was yeah. another one pretty off the rails. So if I had to boil it down, it'd be it'd probably be those two. Yeah. Huh. Well, so, that's cool. Two of our most controversial episodes. Exactly. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Mark loves controversy. All right. So uh, anarchy. Yeah. There you go. That works. <laughs> so okay. So vinyl versus digital. Oh, vinyl for sure, and. I really only got into vinyl when I came into some money back in 2012. I, I All my records had been sitting around for years and years and years. And then I decided, oh, I'll just go and get myself a turntable and start listening to records. And uh, I had a lot of old records that were just beat to hell and kind of afraid to play them. And, but now I've gotten to the point where, well, if I have to buy a new stylus, I'll just do that. And so I've been listening to a lot of stuff that I haven't listened to in 30 years, you know, yeah. just really getting into it. Just make sure that you clean it well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> First. That goes for a lot of things, you know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you haven't used it in 30 years? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cleaning part. There we go. Yeah, well, that too. That too, for sure. Little of a little b. All right, and we were gonna let we we're gonna let everybody pick out a song, right, Neil? Yeah. So, uh, so what are you uh, what are you gonna what are you gonna it's play, gonna be Mark? Casey Jones, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be a Grateful Dead jam for like twenty five minutes. My train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that to your listeners. Um, so, uh, I, I picked Gravediggers by The Creep Show, and uh, the reason for that is that when Neil and I first started hanging out and skating together. I think that was one of the first bands he introduced me to was the Creep Show. It was in his car, and we were on our way to a restaurant after skating or something. And I really thought they were amazing, so that's that's my pick. Yeah, we've seen him. We've seen him together a few times, right? Three yeah. times, yeah. Yeah, three times, yeah, yeah. So. That's a good. That's a good choice. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for coming on, Mark. We'll we'll play it as soon as uh, as soon as we hang up and stuff. So. Uh, Thanks for yeah, coming thanks, on. Thanks for listening, man. It's, it's nice. To, it's nice to finally meet you, um, and and to know that Neil does have friends because I've been a little bit skeptical. <laughs> you son that. of a bitch. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, listen, he could be a handful. You know. <laughs> well, I'd say what, and Mark's actually like like you know, he's invited us down to fest again this year. So if it yep. does take place, Tom, and you and you're open, you know, over the Halloween Halloween time, we'll go down there and you can meet Mark in person. Sounds oh, yeah, good. We'll have a good time. Yeah, sure. sounds good. 
And I hope we I hope we can make that work. I'm I've if I've learned anything in 2020, it's not to plan too far ahead. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, man. there you go. True enough. That's what happens? But yeah, that would be that would be amazing. So yeah, once again, thanks so much for listening, dude, and thanks for your help in the early days, kind of getting us getting us going on stuff. I don't know that our uh, that we'd be exactly what we were if you wouldn't have given Neil a hand on some of the early design stuff. Yeah, so. he did the t-shirts for us too. He designed the t-shirts. Yeah. So yeah. So, so oh, thanks, yeah, Mark. It's been an honor to, to to be involved in you know in the very beginning stages and and thank you guys for uh, for doing this because it's it's been amazing and and quite an education for me for sure. Cool. Thanks, Mark. We, we aim right. to educate. Excellent. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sign out with the Creep Show Grave Diggers. Cheers, guys. Yep, bye. Thank you. See ya. Bye now. We're digging down. We're digging down. Next up, we have someone. Well, I would say from my home, from my home state, the state I grew up in. Even though I was going to ask him where he was from, but man, I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, we have John on smooth, the line. Smooth, smooth, Tom. How's it going, guys? It's going great, man. It's nice to finally talk to you. John and I have have definitely developed like what you know an, an, an internet type friendship. But we'd never heard each other's voice. Well, he's heard our voices, I guess. But I had never heard his voice before. So it's nice to, I'd say it's nice to put a voice with the, uh, you know, a voice with the thumbs. So where where are you at? Where are you at, John? In good old Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Which, for those who don't know, which is probably everyone who doesn't live in Wisconsin, that's pretty much what, right? Like we're right between Green Bay and Milwaukee, right? Yeah, it's right on Lake Michigan, in between the two of them. Is that where so, um, is that where uh, uh, Paul is from? You know, Paul Schrader. You know, we who we've had on the show before. He's actually he was from the Green Bay area, but he's way up north now. He's like halfway to Minneapolis, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the North Pole. Okay. 
Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's, it's like you know, you can't just assume that everyone who lives north of Milwaukee knows each other. It's not fair to assume that. <laughs> even, hey, even the, hey, sure, punk or, rock's a pretty small scene, actually. To tell you the truth, though. To, I'm pretty sure he would know. Like, yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those people. Yeah. So, um, how did you find us, John? How did you find the podcast? I think you know. I think Tom, you and I had been in contact right before it started when you reviewed that's, the Darbs record. That's right. That's right. That's right. And. Did you reach out to me directly? I don't remember how that went. It doesn't yeah, matter. I like I like I like sort of stalked you. I um... oh, there you go. <laughs> just just my luck, I you know. You you know, know, us, you know like forty year old guys. Like you no, know, there's never any like crazy women who want to you know <laughs> who want our seed or anything. It's just just guys. You know, hey, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah your, your email was somewhere on Punk News, and I just reached out to you, and then um, and then right around that time was when the podcast started, and I think you even messaged me saying hey we're starting this podcast so i've been i've been listening since day one okay cool um that's great so have you have you gotten through every episode i have um there are some in the middle so probably some in the late 70s to mid 80s that i just didn't like i got there was there's was a bunch coming through so i didn't get through all of them but with the, with the exception of a few in that window i've gotten through all of them so all we right. okay so we don't have to send him the we don't have to send him a blue ribbon cuz he's got a few that he's got to catch up yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So of the ones you have heard favorite episode let's say what your favorite episode is cuz this is interesting cuz everyone has a different one which is weird, you know. And I don't know that I have a specific favorite and I've mentioned this to Tom in messages. I I'm I love the interviews but I'm much more of a fan of you guys just talking to each other so uh, it, it you know it I don't know that there's a specific episode, but I love hearing you guys talk about records and shows and bands. That's like, for me, that's the sweet spot. Okay, cool. That's good to know. That's good, because what else is there right now, right? Right. <laughs> Not like we're going anywhere doing anything. Exactly. Actually, I shouldn't say that, because our, we, 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 uh, our bars and restaurants here in Michigan have just started opening back up. I think Wisconsin is, is you, I mean, you guys can do like inside dining and bars and stuff. Where are you guys at yeah. with that? Yep, pretty exactly right. Have so, you been Have you been going to the bar, or are you more staying home? I know you got kids, and you, you yeah. Know, so my wife and kid, we we pretty much stick around here. Okay, because I, I just went back. Like we went out. I my wife and I went out to eat for the first time in like forever Friday night, and it was uh, it was sort of weird, but it was it was good. I, well, you were you were out Thursday night as well, weren't you, Tom? You dirty stop. Yeah, I went out. I went out <laughs> to the bar with a friend on Thursday night. Yeah, I did that on Friday as well. It was cool. It was nice. One... It was nice being almost back to normal. You know. It was. But you know, the other cool thing is, I always close the bar now because it's a ten o'clock curfew. <laughs> Te- hold, 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 hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold hold on a second. What on earth yeah. is the is the is the theory behind that? What what does COVID not come out? Does COVID go away at ten o'clock or only come out at ten o'clock? What's the what's the thinking behind that? Our, our governor is constantly telling us that she's using science, but it's secret science, and she won't share it with us. So, I mean, seriously, I'd love to know what the what the theory behind that is. I, you know, the only theory, theory I could think is after ten o'clock, people start getting start getting drunk and they lose their inhibitions. That's the only thing I could think. Well, yeah, but if you close the bar at ten, yeah, pe- pe- people just drink faster. The bar is going to close at ten. I can drink harder earlier and still lose my inhibitions before then. Ex- well, exactly, exactly. That's what happens in England. Yeah. We're supposed to be talking to John here, and now we're talking. <laughs> doing a regular show. Sorry, John. <laughs> no, this is perfect. So, John, you actually, so we played a, we actually played a Darbs track on the show. I think of the first. Yeah, we did. Like, I guess we did where we played like uh, listeners' bands. I think we played the Darbs. Now, what is so obviously this has been a real difficult for year for year for anybody who plays in the bands. What is 
what have have you been doing anything or what's what how do you stay sane as a somebody who was an active musician up until the whole COVID thing? Yeah, so long story short, like a week and like the like two weeks into like when everything got crazy in March, I started getting antsy like right away. And Here we go, um, now. I have a buddy in a in another Sheboygan punk band called Radio Hate, and I had a I'd been just I had some songs brewing, so I reached out to him like, hey, do you want to do some online collaborating? And we actually ended up writing an album, <laughs> which has been really really fun that we're gonna we're gonna release. So, so that's so been, is there, that's been is there a name for this really project? Is it, is it top secret or what? Is, there, is it well, it's not it's not top secret. We're actually so it's we're kind of going backwards. The album's pretty much totally done and mixed and everything, but we're still we, we we're on we're in the name process right now. We even got like the art. It's almost done, and I think we're gonna do a small small vinyl run of it. But nice. we're we're still polishing. Well, that's cool. So, well, yeah, that's, that's one cool. thing you know about Neil and I, we're easily bought and sold. You send us a vinyl copy, we'll definitely help you promote. So <laughs> I will, I'll definitely be sending copies your guys' way. Hey, I'm interested in the other band you mentioned. Is it a band called Radio Hate? Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's a that's a good they're, name. They're they're great. If you're looking to check out their, you know, I would say definitely influenced by kind of like Coxbar business blood type stuff. Mm. So oh, that's yeah, cool. I, yeah, yeah. To, to give my so been, my Shibuya and buds a plug. They're they're a really good band. So you've been doing this online collaborating. How do you do the how do you do the drums? Um, he does that. <laughs> oh, he does the drums. Okay. Yeah. So that makes it nice and easy for for me. So did you record the whole thing without ever getting together? Yeah. Wow. Trip right like that's nothing. You know, I've been I've been recording in bands since I was thirteen, and I've never done anything like this. But it's been it's been really it's been fun. It's been unique and different. A pretty good time. So John, it's like, how, the, it's like the Jetsons, Neil, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's like we're finally in the age of the Jetsons. Well, see, see, Tom, you could do that 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 song that we were practicing when we were when we were together yeah. last last year. You could actually uh, rip that up and send it to me, and I'll put the bass to it. Yeah, we can well, actually do yeah, something yeah, for real. But I need to. I'd have to book somewhere to get the drums down, which is a pain. In the no, neck. I can do those in GarageBand. I can just like auto nah, do them or something. I don't, I don't go for that, man. I want real drums. I want. You can't get a snare sound in GarageBand. That's like a real snare. Hmm. I'm sure we can but find anyway, something. Anyway, I mean, I get it. It's good enough. I mean, it's good enough for our stupid song, but I don't <laughs> care. My brother, he can do it. I, yeah. My brother had a long musical career of staring at my ass while he beats on his drums. It's very. That very sounded fun. extraordinarily sexual for some reason. I didn't exactly. like where that went at all. <laughs> the pounding and the ass watching? Yes. It's yes. very, very sexual. Yes. Um, <laughs> good God. I'm got? sorry, John. We were stealing your. <laughs> we're supposed to be talking to you, and we're just. So, John, how, how old of a guy are you? If you don't mind us asking. 44. 44. Okay, right, right now. Right in our wheel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what about the Darbs? Are the Darbs just kind of on hiatus then, or are you just yeah, I mean, you know, hoping to get know, back we, to it? We get together and you know, and, and I have a beer now and then. But as far as we're like, we're just kind of hanging out. We're passing ideas back and forth. But until there's really gigs, we're just kind yeah. of on temporary break. There you go. All right. Well, I look forward to your new project, and you'll have to hit us up, and we'll definitely play something. And uh, yeah, it was really good to talk to you, dude. Well, I, I, hold uh, on, I got I, I got a couple more of our questions, right? Oh, sorry. Where are you? Sorry. How do you find us? Uh... Hey, John and I were actually supposed to hang out, and you and no, no, you weren't going to come up to Green Bay with me. But John and I were actually supposed to hang out in Green Bay this last spring, a year ago, and I was really looking forward to it. I had never been to Green Bay, and uh, Scott and I were going to head up there, and we we're going to ha- meet up with John, and his buddy, and and it just the whole thing fell apart. So, and now it's like, yeah, might be. Like, 
October of 2022 before we finally make that happen, you know? Right. We had that all planned out. I was going to buy the first round. And there you happened. go. You were going to buy the you were going to buy the first, third, fifth, seventh, ninth, tenth, thirteenth, and I was going to get the ones on the other side. Yeah. 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 Well, so uh, actually, before we started recording, John, you actually said something interesting because it was like, even though it's the first time we've talked to each other, you were saying that you felt like you've kind of talked to us a bunch of times, right? Do you want to do you want to talk about that a sec? Uh, that's yeah. just brilliant. You know, if you listen to nearly a hundred, you know, so a hundred episodes that sometimes go into the two hour, you know, I've spent over a hundred hours with you guys. So <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's kind of weird because when when you when we first started talking beforehand, I'm like, oh, I've been talking to these guys for forever. <laughs> so it, it just feel. I think one thing that's cool about a podcast, especially yours, where you guys are very conversational, you feel like you're hanging out when you're listening as opposed to like listening to like a lecture or like a prepared talk because it's so it's so conversational it just felt like when i first started talking i'm like oh yeah i'm just talking to neil and tom like i do every week yeah just uh, yelling at us you got we that never, wrong idiot never it's gonna go either so <laughs> one week it's serial killers and marilyn manson's rape room you just never know <laughs> yeah you never know what you're gonna get yeah exactly. <laughs> so so john you were um you're a vinyl guy i assume or do you like streaming or what's your favorite media uh, vinyl Vinyl for the most part, and streaming when I'm when I when I don't have a record player nearby. Yeah, it's perfect, right? It's the way to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big of a record collection do you have? Do you have a lot? Or I would say, I would say since March. Yes, <laughs> yes, so it's doubled, right? Exactly. I'd say the two main reasons for my vinyl collection growing would be uh, COVID and you guys. Oh, cool. We've heard that story before too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you'll, you'll mention you'll play a song from a record and and then I'll like listen to a little bit on you know uh, Spotify or something and then uh, next thing you know the the twelve inch box is arriving at the front door. Yeah, after about a month. Man, <laughs> a lot of wives have grown to hate us, I believe. Yes, but, uh, exactly. We're not here to win a popularity contest, right, Neil? <laughs> no, no, exactly, so. exactly. Well, Tom. You still there? We're gonna let. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. We're so, gonna let John go, I think, on his Sunday. So, uh, did, you, did you pick a song for us, John? Yeah, I thought I'd go. You know, I'm uh, like I said, I'm 44. So, in the and when I was really kind of getting into punk music in the late 80s and early 90s, in addition to all the classic stuff, you know, like the Clash and and uh, you know, Southern California stuff and everything else, I was also into like the the pop punk that was kind of going on then, particularly cruise record stuff like Chemical People, All, Big Drill Car. So I thought I'd go with Big Drill Car because I don't think they've been playing on the show yet. No, we haven't. I'd never heard of them until you. Well, I've heard of them, but I've never heard the band. I don't think so. Yeah, that's kind of my weak spot right there. So this, this, how come this song? Um, I just, it's you know, uh, to me, it, it kind of encapsulates their sound. It's catchy. It's short. It's uh, it's got a great hook to it. So it's uh, to me, it's just a, it's just a really, really good, good tune. Excellent. All right, and the name, well, of, this, listen, and the yeah. name of this song is. What you believe. Okay. What you believe. Well, listen, man, I, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us. And I, I, I still, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to do a rain check on those beers in Green Bay or Milwaukee or wherever we can get together. And hopefully, maybe this summer, you know, the maybe the X-ray cap, X-ray uh, arcade or summer will start booking shows again. And maybe we can, maybe we can still get together in 2021. That's my hope. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Likewise. Yep. So, yeah. And it's not even that far for Neil. Neil never goes up to Milwaukee, but he should. It's really not very far for him. I was Next only up there once, up. actually. Yeah, I've only been there once before. Yeah. I want to swing by your place and we'll grab you, Neil. We'll go up there and stay. Go to wonderful Cudahy or Green Bay or somewhere. Okay, that know. sounds good. 
yeah, I'm up for it. Anyway, all right, so this is Big Drill Car, What You Believe, and thanks again, John, and we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Right, thanks, buddy. We have Ricky. Ricky is a longtime listener. He's been sending us messages from day one. We talk to him pretty regularly. Ricky, where are you at? Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Another Midwesterner. Did... Yeah. Yes. Another Midwesterner. How did you find us, Ricky? I never. I don't think I ever asked you that. Well, uh, I listen, I've been listening to podcasts for like ten years, and uh, Punk Till I Die, or not Punk Till I Die, but uh, Punk News was one of the ones that I was listening to, but. I always loved hearing you and then hearing stuff about Neil. And then when I heard you guys were doing your own show, and I'm like, man, I'm going to have to check this out. So I kind of jumped on board by like the fifth or sixth episode. And so have uh, you, yeah, I've been have you, everyone? have you heard everyone? Yes, every wow. single one. Crazy. You got to think, though, I, I work at a place where uh, we work like a lot of 10, 12 hour days. So I put you in one ear and work. So, <laughs> there you go. Nice. In no, one no, no, ear, right no, out no. the other. That's probably the best way. Really? <laughs> so what's yeah. uh, what's your fa- what's your favorite episode? Oh my god! Honestly, the uh, what was the, the bad one? What was that called? Was that sixty nine? Oh, so like the episode sixty nine. 
Well, it's just because nothing. It's just punk rock was so fun and dangerous, and uh, and now it's just like you have everyone's walking on eggshells. And when I heard that episode, it's fun because it's like when I listen to uh, like the Meat Men or you know a lot of those bands, I feel like I can't. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird time. People get so offended now. Yeah. And I don't want to offend anybody, but I still enjoy listening to that stuff. It is crazy, isn't it? Because I think those of us who grew up listening to that era, and and Neil even, you know, obviously grew up earlier than that, but it was just like we were impossible to offend, right? Yeah. Like almost like the like the Meat Man, the Mentor stuff like that. It was just like yeah, it's like oh, it's well, that was part of the whole point. That was part of the whole point. If it wasn't offended, you went, they weren't doing it right. You know, it's yeah, true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, it's like watching a good horror movie. You want it to be as brutal as possible. Exactly. Part of the, the thrill. Doesn't mean I'm going to go out and do it. Pretty much. <laughs> that's very true. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. So, so do you, don't have to, you don't have to give us your exact age, Ricky, but I am curious how old you are. Are you, are you in your 40s? I just turned 40 last uh, May of last year. So Okay, so you're, you're a young buck. You're, you're, young <laughs> enough, you're young enough that I almost had to worry about you being offended about things. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Well, that's too bad. We were going to have a listener in our 30s if we would have called him earlier, Neil. Yeah, right. Well, I got to be in their 40s and 50s, right? He might very well be our youngest one. Well, <laughs> right? in, in school, it, you know, every a lot of kids, you know, when you're a kid, you get picked on. And uh, I was always called R- Ricky Retardo. <laughs> so that's nice. I always the new kid. I moved around so much. So I just decided when I became a punk rocker, Ricky Retardo was my name. Oh, perfect. Oh, embrace yeah. You know, so all my friends I got picked on. I said, just take your weakness and, weakness and make it your strength. And we just, we had a pack of people running around with cool aliases. So were you in a band, Ricky? Was was, was that it? Nope. No. I uh, was a guy that liked making flyers and going to all the shows and making mixtapes for people. And I mean, that was really all I ever did. But... Uh, and this was in Cincinnati the whole time? Yep. Okay, cool. So... So you grew up in the Cincinnati scene, and we've had some. Once again, you know, we've had, we've had a couple of little conversations about this, but you're actually you're you're working on something to kind of chronicle your scene that you grew up in. Yeah, wanna... it's it, it, it's kind of funny, but uh, so earlier last year, actually around this time, uh, one of our friends that were in a band, the Chemo Kids, they posted a video of a band called Archie and the Pukes. Hold on, hold on one second. All the Chemo Kids have actually got a forty-five, I think, by the Chemo Kids. Yeah, I went to I went to high school with the lead singer. All right, but um, but yeah, he posted this video, and then my friend who was in a band called the Sarcastics, he was like, "Man, we used to play to that crowd all the time." And then he hit me up and said, "Hey, let's make a documentary about our time in the scene." I'm like, "Hey, that sounds like fun." I mean, we're in quarantine. So we made this group page and hoping to get like 100 people. And now it's at 1,800 people. And it kind of blew up pretty big. And it's kind of cool going back and reading all the stories and seeing the pictures. And I mean, it's kind of out of our hands now. Right. So, um, so we decided we kind of put it on hold for a little bit until we can kind of figure out how we're going to you know, attack this. So I told uh, my buddy that I'm in charge of the soundtrack. So oh, cool. I've been collecting and finding people that are not on Facebook, <laughs> you know, and trying to get a song from everybody. And right now I'm at 40, 41 songs. Ooh, hope they're short. Yeah. Well, punk rock. That's, that's good. You know, sure. I got, I got some bands that have 50 second songs, but that's, that's all you need. So you're, so you're planning a double LP. Is that where you're at right now? Or are you, is this thing up to like a quadruple at this point? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm running into a lot of, uh, 
lot of challenges because you got the guys that are from the 80s who are like, well, what about us? Uh, it's like, well, like oh, I get it. And then you were more like, a 90s. You were more a 90s guy. Yeah, I mean, because when honestly I got into it, I was after the, the Green Day boom. So when we start going sure. to shows, I mean, like there mid was, 90s. Yeah, about mid to late 90s. That was our time. But then discovering all these other bands, and I've been, I mean, that's all I've been listening to really was not, is nothing but 90s bands. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But so I'm trying to find a way to where I can keep it in the 90s, you know, and I might spill over in the 2000s a little bit. I mean, I'm kind of just making the shit up as I go. Sure. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it will get done. And uh, once I get all the, the music down, I'm going to make a zine to go with it. Because, you know, when you get those records and you get like a little zine with a compilation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to yeah. do that. Yeah, it's good. Little stories. Yeah, no, I, I, I always hated that when you get a compilation and you don't know anything about any of the bands. You're like, ugh. Of course, now it's easier. You can just go online and do that. But back in the day, it's like, man, how do I find out more about this? I mean, all those one one song you only heard one song by that band yeah so that's great man i hope yeah. i hope that works out i hope that works out for you I, I really want to hear this thing and as a matter of fact if 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 and when you get it done you probably should come back on and talk to us about it and play some of the songs and whatnot oh that'd be fun so yeah yeah i'll definitely let you guys know and i'll keep you in the loop you'll probably get some you know drunk text from me like oh here's my progress there you go. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> That's all good. Or, or, or drunk, frustrated text. These old punk crackers are impossible to work with. I want to kill them all. Well, I'm running into a few beefs right now, so it's it's like I can't put this band on because this guy used to be in the band, and that, it's just there's a lot of. Isn't that amazing? 30, 30 years old. You know, we're going on thirty years now, and people are still pissed off about this stupid stuff. I know, and I'm uh, like, hey, I just want the song, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, being a bit younger, are you a digital guy or a vinyl guy, or a bit of both? Man, I've been so in '95. I got my first record. It was Blatt's uh, "Cheaper Than the Beer" seven inch. Oh yeah. Out. And I remember my dad. I, I turned it on my little piece of shit uh, uh, record player from the flea market, and my dad was like, ah, "I think you got duped." And uh, I was like, "No, Dad, this is what it sounds like." <laughs> and I've been addicted to the records because it seemed like records were coming out faster than CDs. And there was like with 45s, I mean, oh my God. I mean, 45s were so fun to collect. Right. Yeah, I agree. So I, you know, but then I went through a period in the in the 2000s where I got a car that had a CD player. Sure. <laughs> and I started getting rid of my stuff and, you know, buying CDs, which I kind of regret. Lost a lot of good records that way, but I didn't get rid yeah. of all of them. Now, how about streaming? Yeah. How about streaming? Are you doing that at all or not? Yeah, I... I was doing. I've been doing Spotify for a few years, but this past year we started paying for it because mm-hmm. I couldn't deal with the commercials anymore. Yeah, I got that completely. Yeah, but I don't know. Spotify is great. I made a playlist. All those old comps I used to make back in the day. I looked for every one of those bands, and now my playlist is at three thousand songs. And I just hit shuffle and go with the flow. And see what happens. There you go. It's like your own radio station with no losers. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, so you take a bit of the best of both, right? The best of you at home, you can play the play the vinyl, but if you're on the road and stuff, you, yeah, you just stream away and listen to whatever you want. So it is. Uh, well, it's I pretty do cool. got the rule in my basement. We we listen to vinyl mostly. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, there you so. go. So you're gonna play us. You're gonna. So you actually picked a song. We were letting everybody pick a song. You're actually gonna pick a song from one of the few Cincinnati bands that I was actually a big fan of too. So why don't you tell us about the song and why you picked it? 
Well, I'm choosing the slobs, weirdo, because uh, I remember when that album came out, and I'm like, oh my god, it was so great. And every time I went to see the slobs, it was like seeing this this legendary punk rock band, which I was probably 16, 17 years old at the time. But this band was so full of energy, and you know, some shows. I mean, it seemed like crazy shit happened every show. So you never know what. Some shows it was perfect. Some shows they were too drunk. You know, you just never knew what you were gonna get. But uh, but when this album came out, man, this this was one of those albums, and I still listen to it to this day. And it's like, man, this is a band I feel like everybody needs to hear. So, yeah. yeah, they they actually used to make it up to Grand Rapids. I know I saw them at least once or twice, and so snotty, so great. So are, the, are oh, these yeah. are these? You know, it's funny, you know, because uh, Ricky and I actually had a real brief conversation about this. I'm like, and Ricky's younger than I am, but I remember thinking these guys seem really old. And the funny thing is, like, I was probably in my early twenties, and they were probably like in their mid to late twenties. You know so, what I mean? And the time they seemed old, now they're you know, <laughs> I, now we, that we're all middle aged men, it doesn't seem like much. Are we talking nineties or eighties or what, what? What kind of vintage are these guys? They might go back to late think, 80s, but okay. think, early uh, 90, yeah, mid-90s. Early 90s is when they started. Okay. Okay. Cool. But yeah, there's one thing about Cincinnati that I go doing this project, I'm realizing there is a lot of snotty punk bands. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's cool because the music is different. I mean, there is a lot of different stuff, but there's little pockets of different bands, and I'm trying to spread them out a little bit so it's not too much of one thing. So. That's you know that that actually could work out well. You get this you get this double record done, because one of the things I've been thinking that we should do is kind of do like, you know, kind of talk about just spend a whole week or a whole episode, hour and a half or whatever, just like focused on Milwaukee or Cincinnati or Detroit or something like that. No, that's cool. And just yeah, play, that's a good idea. Play like some cool like uh, kind of bands that kind of might have got lost in the shuffle. Not necessarily the biggest bands, but you know. So every you're gonna be our, got their own. Yeah, every city's exactly. Got their own you're gonna bands. have to be our. You're gonna to have to be our point man in uh, Cincinnati. Yep. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Like so. I said, I'm all fresh in the brain now. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. By the time by the time you're done putting this thing together, you'll be you won't want to talk about any. You want the last thing you want to talk about is anything with Cincinnati punk, right? Well, I kind of started writing like a what if. I have a what if page of just ideas, and uh, I was thinking about doing a round two. Because I'm, there's so many bands that are getting left off only because I can't get a hold of them. Well, or you yeah. could do, you know, you this could be an ongoing thing. Maybe you get the double album for the 90s, but then maybe you go back and do a single album for the 80s and the 2000s. And before you know it, you've spent your entire savings and have nothing to show for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've sold 10 copies. I'm not fully there yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out when, it, when I get there. Exactly. But, it, but it'll happen. That's the American way. So, all right, we're going to sign off. We're going to sign off with the song for the from the slob. So, thanks so much for talking to us, Ricky. Man, yeah, it was thanks, nice Ricky. To, like I said, nice to put a nice to put a voice with the uh, you know the typing, and I'm sure we'll we'll keep in touch yep. on this project. Thanks, dude. Happens. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, man. See ya. Bye. This is the slobs.
my guys. So next up, we have oh, a native of a native of Neil's country. I don't think he's quite as fussy as Neil is. <laughs> you don't know. But, you, haven't, you haven't talked to him yet. Maybe he is. He's been with us a long, long time, and we'll get into that. So we actually are going to rec- we're going to welcome Richard. So Richard, Richard, tell us exactly where you're at. At the moment, I'm I'm in Nottingham. Uh, I live in Nottingham. I'm in my kitchen. So uh, yes, so, with the dog. So that's near. So Nottingham is really a thing. I thought that was just made up for Robin, or like for Robin Hood, right? No, no, like, it's a real city. I remember sending you stickers, and I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, this guy's from Nottingham. Yeah. What if he knows the sheriff? Do you Not- know the sheriff? <laughs> I have met the sheriff of Nottingham, yes, once. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess. You put you in bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on no, a second. No. Hold, hold on. I thought I thought you were from Wolverhampton or some shit. I know you're from Birmingham originally, right? Birmingham I'm from, area. I'm from I'm from Hales Owen, which what is the, in the West Midlands. West Midlands, okay. It's which means nothing to most of us, but that's all right. Yeah, it's just it's about uh, ten mile outside of Birmingham. Okay, and Birmingham is like known for being like a very like working class, tough area, right? It's kind of like a, the Detroit of uh, the Detroit of England or something, right? I wouldn't have said so. No, not not really. It's not as it's not as rough as North. As, uh, when you were speaking to John, like where he was from, was it uh, Hartlepool? Hartley, Hartley yeah. that, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'll, I'll ask John about that so we can diss on fucking yeah. yeah so, oh, no, that's, so, uh, so the funny thing is, Richard, you and I sort of go back further than Neil and I do, because yeah, you used to listen I've to the old punk. News, yeah. yeah, so you used to listen to the Punk News podcast all the time, and it was always Richard did, from the yeah. UK. Richard from the UK. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's it's good to it's good to finally meet you. So how so you discovered us? I assume from listening to the Punk News podcast. Then that's correct. Yes, yeah. And uh, obviously, Neil used to write in a lot. I used to. Think yes. I was the person that uh, on the uh, when they did a a survey and they and they said and I said oh, I want to sit, hear more of Neil on the. Punk news. I thought he was quite funny. Good man. And, Good man. And now you've got him all the time, and you're sorry, right? You're like, boy, you're for what you wish for. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I find him very entertaining. Well, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Yeah. So, punk. So, punk. Punk news now doesn't have Richard, doesn't have Neil, and doesn't have Tom. So basically, what's left, right? Nothing. You... No, I, I still listen to punk news. Oh, Do that's you? Nice. Okay. I was curious about that. Yeah, we might have a question to you. Uh, might have a question about that in uh, after we're done. Actually. <laughs> So we're asking we're asking kind of a little standard list of questions. What's what's yeah. the next question? You know, the first question is how did you find us, right? Or where are you at and how did you find us? Yeah, age. Age. So are, the... are you in our age range or are you a bit younger? Um, I'm sort of in between. I'm I'm fifty four. Okay. So a bit so younger a young than me, a bit older than Tom. Yes, yep. exactly. Okay. And then okay, so how, what was your introduction to punk? Who were your some of your favorite early punk bands? Was it seventy seven stuff or was it like eighty two type stuff? I'd say punk was really early eighties. It was. Okay. <laughs> I'd say it was early eighties. Yeah. So, um, so was your who were some of your favourite bands back then? Good God. Um, I think the um, the, the the first one I bought was Antipasti. I think. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah. And and then uh, a lot of the No Future records. Mm-hmm. So there was Blitz, That's... the pa- Partisans. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the first ones, really. But uh, there was loads. There was just I just don't know. I can't think on my feet. <laughs> Fits. They were one of them. They were, they were one of the first. They're on Rondelet. They were one of the first ones I listened to. Yeah. But I mean, I was into New Wave when I was from. I went to see The Undertones when I was thirteen in nineteen seventy nine. Was that your first gig? Yeah, that's my first gig. Yeah, we, I went with my brother. Who was warming up me. from? 
Uh, Tempo Tudor. Excellent. What a great show that would have been. Oh, no, they were terrible. Really? They, okay. they were dreadful. You couldn't, <laughs> the, the sound was really bad. And, huh. and he was just nuts. He just used to just like run around in the crowd and nobody was interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crowds in England were pretty tough back then, though. I can remember bands getting bottled off and stuff. Yeah. Did you, it wasn't did, popular. Did you Did you ever play did you ever play in a band, Richard, or were you not a musician yourself? Well, I, I kind of did. I, I tried it when I was about 16. You know, I started to play the guitar. Well, I played the guitar. I used to uh, strum a few chords. And um, we, we uh, yeah, we had a little band. Uh, we never really give it a name. I wanted to call us the Afterbirths, but they wouldn't, so they wouldn't have it. So. <laughs> Hard to get a gig at the local youth center with that name, right? Yeah, well, we, we never did a gig. There was never a gig. Um, do you know if I've probably got a tape of it somewhere? I don't know if I could ever find it. Well, there you go. You'll, you'll, you'll hear that on one of the Punk to I Die podcasts, the Afterbirds. There you go. The first no, I, yeah, I, I, the demo. Yeah. You, would never, you would never play it. <laughs> well, one of these days, maybe I'll play one of the songs from my bands back in the day. I got some pretty good recordings, actually. So. So, we'll, uh, so you would, the other thing that was interesting is you put out a record at one point, right? I mean, I not, did, not yeah. for yourself, but well, some not, friends. Uh, there, there was uh, myself and, and Darren Russell, who runs Rebellion. Uh, we uh, we actually put out, uh, yeah, a, a record with Decadence Within. You Decadence so they, Within. They, yeah, they, they, they recorded it all, and so they paid for all the studio and everything else like that. Um, Darren, uh, he, he, or, or Daz, he, he, he organised all the... Um, the actual producing of it with the record comp with the people that produce the records. Um, and I was just really, to be honest with you, I was just a bit of a cash funder. I, I was from, because <laughs> we, we, we were from the, um, he was the impresario. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was the Malcolm McLaren of yeah. this. Release, yeah, he was. Yes. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I was wearing my own sort of little tape. Um, you, you know, like Neil said in previous episodes about uh, how you used to write to people. So you'd write to people on the back of bands. Yeah. I used sure. to do that constantly constantly that's what i used to do as a hobby um so it was i used to wait for the postman to turn up with new letters and new tapes and new records and i was doing that all the time and i called myself gerbil tapes and records which was quite funny because i spelt it with an a so i could put an anarchy thing around it mm-hmm. even though you spell it with an i sure. so there you go so that's so, so that's, what, that so that's why you're known as dick gerbil that that's where that comes from i was kind of right. worried to ask you about that yeah. You, you're yeah. afraid it was like a like a Rock Hudson story or something involving toilet paper tubes. And... <laughs> no, I was what Richard Gere, wasn't it? Not not Rock Hudson. I don't know. I think I, I'm pretty sure it's a just a fake rumor anyway. But anyway, well, I'm sure it is. Same as the Rod Stewart one, right? But I digress. I kind of believe anything about Rod Stewart, to be honest with you. But... <laughs> so the other thing we always we we commiserate with Richard about a lot. Richard apparently had a pretty nice record collection that is oh, that got, yeah, that was, got ripped was, off was, over the years. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was extensive. Yeah, particularly the singles collection. I think I had about three hundred singles. I used to spend all my money. I used to do double paper rounds. I used to save my dinner money so I didn't have any dinner, and I used to do all kinds of things to just try and raise cash. And then I'd just go catch the bus to Birmingham, and I'd, I'd spend the bloody lot on records. So, how did it end up getting all ripped off of there? Was it just at different places you lived over the years? Well. Uh, I know we were messaging earlier about the the undertones was the first ones to go missing. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if they were stolen or they were just misplaced because I was moving around. Yeah. Um, and they could have just got because they were in a cardboard box, and I've got a feeling they just got mixed up and chucked out with a load of boxes by mistake. Um, so that was the first ones to go, and I was pig sick about that. 
but when they when I had my entire collection stolen, that was just uh, on a different level. Yeah, that was a member of staff, somebody I'd employed for 15 years. He sort of, uh, he came on some hard times and, then, and Discogs had just started. So it, they went from being completely and utterly valueless that nobody was interested in them. You, I mean, I couldn't give away decadence within singles. You buy them online now for about twenty quid. Wow! I couldn't, I, I, I can't, I couldn't give them away, and um, so no one was really interested in my record collection. They were so obscure, um, and then Discogs come along, and now all of a sudden punk rock is like it's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, the prices that they're going for. I mean, to replace my collection, it cost me about twenty grand. Yeah. Well, I can, well, it, I can believe that. It, yeah, it's funny. I actually, when you you kept mex- mentioning that that decadence within single, and I actually went to find a copy of it, and unfortunately, I can't find a copy in the U.S. because I'm like, ah, you know, no. I, I, I'm like, I want to get this Richard or this record that Richard put, out. or maybe I'd feel so guilty that I'd send send it to you because you know I know you don't have a copy. Yeah, <laughs> John Gentili's got a copy. I sent him one. Okay. Oh, you idiot! I... See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have one. Yeah. No, John's got one. I haven't got one. Yeah, he can put it in with the rest of his uh, his rap I, records. I do, yeah, I do still have some of the boxes that came in. I think I sent you a picture of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> sad. I don't, I don't sad. think you can sell those on Discogs though. No, no, no it's quite funny though, isn't it? Ironic, unfortunate. Yeah. Well, so as much as you like listening to us, I, you, it, it, your wife is probably not a big fan, right? Uh, I normally listen when I when I listen to you guys. It's generally um, when I'm walking the dog, if I'm truthful. Well, no, what I what I actually meant by that was it seems to reignited your desire to buy records again. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Actually, we don't need to talk about that really. I had to stop this month. I went and went. I just went nuts this month for some reason. I had to stop it, myself. Well, it's so. it's weird, right? Because I think for me, and I think Neil and I have talked about this probably even on the pod. It's like it's the only part of our life that's still normal. Like we're still not going to shows. It's over a year now without shows. It's like the only thing you could do that kind of reminds you of the old life, you know? Yeah. Well, when I was going to shows, I'd buy records at the shows. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So that's where I was building my collection. I'd kind of like give up on my old collection. I mean, I'm certainly not going to try and replace the singles. That's just ridiculous. Sure. Um, but I am get, getting the majority of what I, I ca- you know, that what I cared about on the albums. I'm gradually building them up. You can buy most of them are represses, to be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, but well, I don't mind that. I'd rather have something new than. I mean, it's not punk rockers; they don't exactly look after their collections. Most of them. You are absolutely right, and Neil and I have this conversation all the time because I'm definitely a. You know, it's it's funny because you a lot of these. Oh, it's original press, twenty five bucks. It looks like somebody used it to break rocks, or I can buy a new <laughs> copy for twenty bucks. You yeah. know, I want it to sound. Good. I'd rather have it sound good. I know the snap snap crackles and pops gives it personality, but. It's not that. Uh, it's not that for me. It's the fact that it's. It is what it was. That's what it is. That was a piece of history right there that you're holding in your hand. That's that's what yeah. it is to me. You know what I mean? I, I I have a practical collection that I can listen to for the most part. I can listen to that stuff online. If I want to listen to it pristine, I can listen to it online. You know what I mean? I don't I know. Guess. Anyway, it's just it's just a different point of view. It's fine. <laughs> hey, hey, so so Richard, so um, of all the, oh, I assume you've heard all our episodes. I'm assuming you have. So which do you think is your favorite actually, episode yeah. or two? Oh, my favourite's easy. That's John, the, the John from Hartlepool. Well, he lived ah, in Japan. He is so funny. Yes. He was a wild I, man. I, I, honestly, he was so funny. I just thought he was amazing. 
Well, dude, See, if you thought he was funny, you should. I, w- I was on with him and his friend Paul from Scotland yesterday. That was uh, that was quite a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just joke because he had such a that accent of his man. I think I probably missed half of what he was saying. So, what, so you you're a Scottish got... person and somebody from the northeast. That must have been impossible. It was. It was. It was. It was, uh, it was very funny. I could. I could hardly understand it as well. But uh... and years years and years ago, I my friend Scott and I, who Neil's met. We uh, were in a bar in Milwaukee, and we met up with these two Scottish guys. Just accidentally, we were all in our thirties, just traveling, you know, and just and we just bought round after round and listened to Johnny Cash and the Clash on the jukebox and had the greatest conversation. But I could only understand like every other word they said. That's why they were great conversations. <laughs> it really was. We were just yelling at each other, half in the bag. But you know, we we agreed on Johnny Cash and the Clash. So what? You know, I'm being, good, right? I'm being Scotsman. You guys probably paid for all the rounds. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, they stuck out their Bill Gates. I don't know. Well, do, do we have any other questions for Richard, Neil? Uh, yeah. Well, I think I probably know the answer to this one, but are you a vinyl person or a streaming person? Oh, vinyl. It's just the, the, you can't compare the sound. The sound's so much richer and, and, right. and better on, on record if you if you get to. I mean, stream, stream is more practical. Yeah. Um, for sure but, uh, but uh, vinyls it, I mean it's, uh, CDs I know I know that Tom likes CDs I, I can't stand them yeah I can't either I'm with they're, you they're like coasters I mean I've got loads of them and I just I don't care yeah. about them. I wish they'd stole them instead of the record yeah I agree. <laughs> I just have so many of them, you know, like I couldn't even begin to replace my CD collection. I could, I just, I would, I would go bankrupt. I'd be, I'd go bankrupt. Plus I'd lose half my money because my wife would leave. <laughs> so it'd be, yes. it'd be a, double, a double whammy. All right. So we just have two more things. So do you prefer the interview episodes or do you prefer it when it's just the two of us talking shit? Well, I like them both to be honest with you, but oh. uh, I, I think if I had to come down, I think um, just you, just when you talk, I prefer, I think if I have to, if I have to choose, but I, 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 some of the interview, the trouble is with the interviews, some of them I find really interesting and others I've, I've never heard of them before. And it just starts to go off on a tangent and I don't really understand. I don't know what the talking yeah, about. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. I would say, uh, yeah, I say we, we've been really slacking on lining up. Yes, we're going to try to get going on that again. So, yeah. yeah. So the last thing is, so uh, pick a song, Richard. Uh, introduce it and uh, talk it up and tell us what it is. And then, uh, and, then we'll, and then we'll hang up. Thanks for coming on. Okay, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Um, so, yes, so uh, this, this is The Fit, uh, Bravado. Uh, it came out on uh, Corpus Christi, which is actually an offshoot of Crash Records, which is quite ironic because they're not at all an anarchist band. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw them once in Coventry. There was uh, me and me and three other people. <laughs> they from Blackpool, aren't they? Aren't they from Blackpool? Yeah, he's yeah. from Black. Yeah, yeah. Blackpool. Um, so yeah, that was the one and only time I managed to catch them um, uh, playing. Although I have seen that he played at Rebellion. He, he does. I don't think they play as the band, but he comes on and plays uh, an acoustic set in, in the bar area. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I didn't go. I, I, it's not really my thing either. So, uh, yes, so yes, it's a, it's a cracking track. Um, I've always liked I've always liked the fits and I, I, the, their artwork is I think is, is great on some of the vinyl. Um, probably better than the actual records some some of the times. Uh, yeah, no, it was one of the first records that I bought. I was on uh, the reason. I mean, I, and I know you've spoken about this on the podcast as well. I never listened to a single thing I bought. I used to buy it on, on the vi- on the cover and the name, and it was punk rock. So if it was punk rock, I'd buy it. Yeah, I get and that. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes I really liked it, 
and other times it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but you had it. So there you go. All right. Well, thanks, Richard. Thanks for coming on. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, man. Yeah. We appreciate. We, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you moving moving over here from the other podcast to join us. I I guess I won't hold it against you that you still listen to the other one. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm, always appreci- be- I'm always behind because your episodes are about two hours, so I'm always a bit behind. I'm still listening to sort of January's, I think, at the moment. There you go. Well, listen, thanks for thanks for being part of episode number 100, and thanks for listening, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for inviting me. Appreciate you it. Bet. You're welcome. And this is the Fits with Bravado. Next up, we're gonna stick with we're gonna stick with the UK, and next up we have Chris in the UK. So Chris, how you doing, man? Oh, very good, thank you, mate. Good to speak to you. Yeah, you too. It's always it's always like I said, we've been putting a lot of uh, voices to uh, you know because we we've, we've had these kind of online chats with folks, but it's it's always good to hear their voices. And Neil Neil actually said earlier, it's like you get to hear all the different UK accents, you know? Yeah, see if you can tell them apart, Tom. Exactly. Some yeah. of them are easier to interpret than others. So, so. Chris, so Chris, whereabouts are you in the country? Uh, Sutton Cofield in, in Birmingham. Oh, another one. Okay, because yeah, the guy we just talked to, Richard White, he was from uh, I think Wolverhampton originally. Oh, he, said, he lives in Nottingham. Well, he lives in Not- be- yeah, he lives in Nottingham now, but yeah, he was from Wolverhampton originally. Oh, I that's think, not, yeah. yeah, that's not that far away. So there you go, Tom. It's basically the same accent for you. 
That, see, and well, and the fact of the matter is, I couldn't point to any of these places on a map, so it really doesn't matter. In the Midlands, Tom. In the Midlands, okay. Yeah. Does that mean in the middle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Okay. Well, I'm so, listen, it makes sense, right? It makes sense. Closer so, to so, closer to London than me, but really not that close. Okay. Yeah. So, Chris, how did you find us? Uh, originally, I think I picked you up from a, another Facebook page, like a, a group, maybe punk rock family or something like that. And I saw the, the you just started, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll give that a go. And so, yeah, here we yeah, are. Interesting. Yeah. Have I, you I, uh, I wonder have what heard that was? Every, have you heard every episode? Yeah, 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 sure. I think I was, I've just listened to Ed Shred. 85, is it? It's red. Oh, oh yeah. you're behind a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I caught up completely during the, the lockdown. I was listening to you on the way in, driving in, in my lunch hour, and on the way home. How's that for dedication? <laughs> well, that's because so, our, our shows are so long, you had to finish it off, right? <laughs> every day, every yeah. day, until I caught up loads. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, I think we're up to, like, I, I think our next like one's a... 92, isn't it? I think. Yeah, we'll record 92 soon. We're like a relative that comes to your house and you're really glad to see him, but then it's just like, okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, they won't leave. It's like two drunk uncles who won't fucking leave at Christmas. at <laughs> home. Well, I have such a laugh listening to you guys. It's really good. Hey, so so Chris, so uh, what kind of age range are you? Are you as old as me or are you younger than me or where are you? Yeah, I'm 58, dude. So I'm oh, like, you're older uh, than me. Holy shit, we got one yeah, older than me, Tom. Yeah, yeah. you're 58, <laughs> Neil. Oh shit, I am. Right. <laughs> 58. Same age, you dummy. I just, I so, just, I just turned though, so you know. I, that's why yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, For some I reason, guess. I was thinking I was 57, but you're right. I'm 58. Oh well. Well, there yes. you go. Good, good. Got another oldie on. It's good. So just as I, I left school, punk broke, which was ice. Just as I was leaving school, I was 15, 16, yeah. and he just copped me brilliant. So it was, it was like it changed my life. Yeah. Well, well that's you, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so well, keeping on that a second. So, who was your favourite band back then, and what was the first band that you saw? Uh, I think the first band I ever saw was Blondie. Oh, I excellent. Think, because. I was into like this, this soft new wavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first real band I was into was Generation X. Oh, I love mm. it! Yeah, that's great. That first album is just classic, isn't it? Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. It's, it's funny that the first band you saw was an American band. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what year were we talking? What year? What year? Oh God, about seventy-eight, probably something like that. Seventy-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. A Birmingham Odeon. Oh, so I actually I was going to ask you about that. So did you ever go? So there was a famous punk club in Birmingham called Barbarellos. Did you ever go there? I didn't, to be honest. The guy who got me into punk while I was at, still at school, he used to, he used to, we used to go to all the gigs, and he took me to some great punk clothes shops. But he never, he never um, put me in the picture with regards to Barb's. So yeah. because I was from, I didn't live in Birmingham then. I lived in a town about ten miles away. So I did. I just didn't know about it. So. Um, I kind of miss Barb's, mm-hmm. and uh, and then later on there was another club called the Cedar Club, okay. and we we all used to go there. All, all we did was basically um, get in the pub, meet up, have a few drinks, catch the bus, go to clubs, punk clubs. It was just fantastic. Hey Tom, it would be really it would be really ironic if actually uh, Richard here, I mean Christopher here, knew Richard. That would be pretty weird, wouldn't it? Well, I was going to say, they should probably be friends because I think, I, I, I don't know if Richard hangs out with any punk rockers anymore or not. He should go, he should actually, especially once gigs start back up, because 
Uh, Chris plays in bands, or you play in our band at least, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing a band, yeah. Um, year zero. We've been going for about three years now. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good fun. It's good fun. So, we're trying... so you've been going about three years now, and and so did you like? Did you play in bands back in the day? When when I was in my early twenties, I was a vocalist in two punk bands, and then I. Um, basically, I wanted to pick up a instrument, picked up a guitar for a bit in my forties, and um, left that alone. And then I picked up a bass, and I, uh, I, I basically, so I didn't start playing until ten years ago. Mm. And then I, I joined this, uh, well, I formed this first band, and uh, the guitarist was the only one of us who could play. The singer had never sang, the drummer had never drummed. So you're talking this band that's only three years old. No, no, I'm talking about... Oh, you're talking back when you are in your... And, your the, and the guitarist okay. just said to me, go home and learn loads of Ramones. So that's what I did. I just went home and learned loads of Ramones. And then that band lasted about five years. And then Year Zero was formed um, after that with totally new guys. That's cool. I'm, I'm sort of inspired by this, Neil, because, you know, I haven't played music for about 10 years i mean i still play the guitar and stuff and i still do a little bit of this and that my daughter and i sing together once in a while or whatever but it seems so intimidating to start a band as older guys but maybe maybe we can still do it i think so yeah why not because because we're too busy kind of we weird self-belief i could i could do it i thought well you could you could originally that was the idea pick up a guitar and sure. play through chords so sure. why can't i still do it now there's no i thought to hell with age i'll just get going so so tell me do you get kids listening to you or is it mostly like your your peers that i mean do you do you are you able to tap into like that original punk audience are you able to get them out to gigs i find it hard to get 40 year old people off off their couches how do you get 50 year old people off their no, couches? no there's, there's, to be honest birmingham's got a pretty good scene it's quite DIY. It? it's quite healthy we fix up gigs ourselves and we invite bands from all over the country to come and play with us oh. and uh uh, it's a good network in in Birmingham, basically, and yeah, we do good. We've got like a following, if you want to call them that. Oh. We're all in their forties, fifties, sixties, and some kids as well, basically. Um, oh. Yeah, we job. just which we kind of unconsciously tapped into the sound of like nineteen seventy eight, seventy nine, really. So our edge oh. is quite poppy and pure, a lot like the kind of stuff we listened to when we first got into it, like. As poppy as Blondie and the Boomtown Rats and things like that. The Vapors. Okay. Vapors, yeah, 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 yeah. Things like that. Sort of That's a cool. bit of a power pop twist, a bit of a poppy edge, but still so, with that anger and bite. So it's not. Sure. Not... Did, did you record anything when you were young? Did you ever manage to put yeah, out a single or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We did a, a, like a, an EP, but it never, it was, it was only on tape. But my first band was called Death Rattle and we did an EP and, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that went around, but never, it wasn't on CD, like I say, it was on cassette. Gotcha. Now, how about and Year you, Zero? Does, does Year, Year Zero have any, like, uh, any vinyl Zero's, releases? No, no, Year Zero's got the EP, Heart Shade Bullets, and we were booked yep. in to record the album in January, but obviously that went to pot. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get back to gigging, because we've got a couple of gigs fixed up when the when, when it lifts, which is in, in the UK, it's 21st of June, if that if it works out wow that is a long ways away yet it is yeah. isn't it? shit yeah that's terrible so basically we're just waiting because basically we haven't practiced for three and a half months so we need to get tight again and then settle down into a few gigs to warm up and get the vibe 
and then we'll look at the album again. We've got the album set out what we wanted, what songs we want to put on it. It's just a matter of with code, it's all gone all, all to pot, really. Sure. All right. I'll tell you what, let, let me ask you some of our stock questions here. So, um, seeing as you listen to us a lot, what's been your favorite episode so far, do you think? Um, I liked, I'd say I liked the Epoxies one, I thought was really interesting. Oh, good. Hmm. I, I, I like them. And the other, the Lippies, Ace. Oh, I yeah. That, I like them loads. Uh, the Eradicator guy, he was just fantastic. The fact yeah, that he yeah, just, he's good. He just, basically, the guy was like, he got the punk ethic of kind of, I want to do that, so I will. He, he, kind yeah. of, he, was, he was more man show, wasn't he? And he yeah. didn't yeah. stop. Yeah. Which I thought was great, plus he had a few side projects. So he was just like, I yeah. want to do this, so I will. So I was really impressed with his, his outlook. Yeah, That's so interesting. They were my faves, really. So in the last of the recent ones. That, that's cool. Hmm. That's cool. So, um, of our episodes, do you prefer the interview episodes, or do you prefer when it's just the two of us talking nonsense? <laughs> I would say I, I, it's a bit half and half, really. It depends who you if you're interviewing. If I'm into what they're saying, I kind of I kind of listen to it and that. But um, but then I love it when you when you just chat in between yourselves because I, I I found it brilliant when Tom's daughter was making the sandwich. It was just, <laughs> That's one of my favourites too, actually. Yeah, that's hysterical, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's so funny where she just kept chipping in. And I could imagine her, like, at the counter, like, spreading this, this sandwich and stuff. And it, and when you just randomly go off and talk about stuff and when Tom talks about, like, just just basic stuff, because it's, it's really It's like being in the pub with your mates or when we practice and we just talk shit and joke. And that's, that, it's know. funny, you know, because that's what we started when we first started. We're like, that's what it's going to be like, right? It's going to yep. be like if you're hanging out with us at the at the pub. Yeah. Back when pubs were open. Boy, that was great, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Well, he's going to love episode number 91 where I rant and rave about my daughter constantly crashing her car. So. Oh, yeah. Same daughter. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> my street, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have the daughters on it sometime, Tom. What do you think? Yeah, that's fine. We'll yeah. get them both on. Yeah. yeah, get them both on. They can just talk shit on us. Or one at a time. Daughters take they... over. Yeah. Yeah, take over. Yeah. Well, they're both very opinionated young ladies. Yeah. So it yeah, could they... be interesting. Yeah, they might become best friends. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. So what What else, Neil? What else you got for them? Um, well, I think I know the answer to this because, you know, everybody so far has been on one side. So, but are you a vinyl person or a digital person? Well, there you go. I, I, I wasn't. I have got Spotify, and I do, as you spoke about, checking stuff out before I buy it because yeah. you yeah. can't it's, go it's and really. I've, yeah. I've, I've got my old collection in, in the summer house up the top of the garden, and since listening to you guys, I've invested in. You kind of got me back onto it again, and I've invested in some new <laughs> vinyl. And I, I did a sort of I went on holiday locally to Norfolk and I raided all the record shops and uh, bought some decent stuff and bought some stuff with, that I got, but I wanted the picture covers and stuff that I'd never yeah. been able to afford or find. But Dude, I'm the same to... way. I'm the same way with that. I used to go to record stores and you'd buy it, it wouldn't be in the picture sleeve, and you'd just be devastated. So, yeah, so yeah. now, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that. I don't think that wasn't really a thing. Oh, you're talking about singles. Yeah, I'm talking about singles. Yeah, singles, yeah, singles, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, you'd you'd go there and buy blonde. You know, you'd ask the person behind the counter, "Can I have Denis Denis by Blondie?" And she'd give it to you, and it wouldn't be in the picture sleeve. And you'd you'd feel too guilty to say, "I don't want it now." So you'd take it, but then you'd be <laughs> fucking heartbroken, right? 
Well, now you just go, you just go home, you get on your laptop, you go on, you pull the yes. cover up on Discogs, and you literally just make a photocopy of it, and you fold it up, and you stick it in the record. No, if, no, it. if you're me, you just go on Discogs, and you fucking buy it. Buy like a new cop for 25 bucks, yeah. yeah. A fool and his money, right, Neil? Yeah. It's no, it's not a fool, man. It's You're just wishing you could have had this money when you were younger. I'm yeah, sorry, Chris. No, I, I took I over. Well, I always... I always kick myself because I went to all the seven inches when I was a kid were like three dollars. You could buy every single one you wanted for three dollars or whatever, and now they're going for twenty bucks. But I, you know, I wish I had bought every one of them. But I didn't even have three dollars back in those days. Right. You know? Yeah. So Chris, I'm agreeing so, with you. I'm agreeing with you completely yeah. there. All right. We spent all our money going to gigs, really. So yeah, I mean, and, drink, and drinking at, and drinking yeah, at gigs. and yeah. other things. But uh, back in the uh, back in the day, I mean, there'd be like three gigs on you. You can you have to kind of. Yeah. think which one shall i go to because there was so many you know there was so many yeah it's yeah. true it's true it was amazing i mean i once had the choice of the mecons and the tubes and i thought foolishly i'll pick the tubes but i wish i'd seen the bloody mecons but there you go yeah, yeah. True. but the tubes were okay they were good they were, they were all... now you go see the mecons you never know what they're going to do they'll probably break out the old acoustic guitars and well, cello he, and he lives in, he lives in chicago now just John Langford lives in Chicago. Funnily enough, he, he, he play he plays at like folk clubs and stuff. So I kind of oh, avoid boy. that, like the plague. Open, but, you know. open poetry nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll go. Yeah, play. Yeah, uh, play. Never been in a riot. Yeah, play that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris. Uh, thanks for coming on. Why don't you pick a song? Yeah, for us? What do you got to play, buddy? Yeah. Appreciate you listening. Uh, can I pick uh, "Back in the Trash" by the Blue Carpet Band, please? certainly can now this is a band i'm not even familiar with so why don't you tell me a bit about them they're from london and uh, the, the lead singer is called jamal he's a really nice chap and we've had them up from london to play with us at one of our local spots and sometimes he, they do rebellion and sometimes jamal works at rebellion when he's not playing there um i don't know how long they've been going there they've changed their lineup but the guy is just a fantastic front man he's mm. like Eddie Cochran meets Elvis meets um, Steve Bates. He's superb. Wow. And they are a fantastic band, really entertaining, really colourful. Okay, they're not straight punk band. They're a rock and roll band, but they have the essence of punk within them. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, they're just, they're just fun. They never disappoint. They're just – and they're so catchy as well. So I'll, I'll rate them loads. Okay. So introduce that again, and uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, appreciate Thank you it. very much for having me, guys. Have yeah. a nice uh, rest of the day. This is uh, the Blue Carpet Band and Back in the Trash. Great. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Cheers.
Now that we're all fired up, Neil, why don't we stay, why don't we stay in the, the lovely sunshineless UK? And next we have with us Matt from the UK. Matt, where, where are you at in England? Not that I know anything about the geography of the country. Okay, yeah, this is going to be pretty meaningless, but um, I am just north of London in a place called St Albans in Hertfordshire. St Albans, that's what one of the Sex Pistols, uh, Sex Pistols played one of their first gigs there, didn't they, in St Albans? They did indeed, and the anniversary of that, I think, was a couple of days ago, because someone put something up on Facebook about it. Yeah. Is that 40, 45 years? Right? Yeah. It would have been 45 years, right? 76, probably? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. forty Shit, 45 years, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've just been waiting for someone to mention London, Neil. You know, I've heard of London. I kind of know where that's at. You know, I've seen the maps from World War Two. All these guys from Birmingham, all I can think is that's where Black Sabbath and Judas Priest are from. That's all I know about Birmingham. It's supposed yeah, to be like a factory. Type yeah, Matt, our, our, last, our last two England callers have both been from Birmingham, which was kind of weird, actually. They were both from there. But, yeah, they were both from the Midlands. So you're our, first, you're our first Cockney, mate. Well, so the front... I, I, I guess I kind of am because I'm originally from just outside East London in a place called Romford, which I'm sure you've not heard of. Romford? Um, and... Oh fucking hell! I, I dude, I've skated the skate park at Romford. I've been to I Romford. Went to Rome. I, I used to go to Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Great skate Absolutely. park. Yeah. Brilliant place. Yeah. So Excellent. We were debating whether you were older or younger. So how, how approximate age range, Matt? Oh, you can tell us your real I'm, age. I'm, I'm I'm nearer to Neil than I am to you, Tom. I'm 54. Okay. Boy, that's our. I mean, if we had to make like, if we were like profiling our listeners like serial killers, Neil. Yes. <laughs> white males in their mid fifties, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who actually like to buy vinyl? So all you record companies, you should fucking come on with us, you bastard. You know, you're not you're not wrong because how many people have we talked to? Like, well, since I started listening to you guys, I started buying records again. Also, my marriage is falling apart because I'm buying so many records. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But uh, so how so you found us from the uh, punk news podcast then, Matt? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Matt, so are you actually still listening to the punk news podcast, mate? It's a good question. Um, I am. Um, it's moving further away from my my areas of interest. So yeah, I'm not sure for how much longer. But I've listened till I've, I've listened since the first episode. So wow. I'm kind of bought that's in. Crazy. I didn't even start listening to that. I didn't even start listening to that at the beginning. So, so when you say it's moving away from your interest, do you mean that you're interested in punk rock? Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, as you'll hear from the song that I've chosen. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm into punk. Hip hop in the early days, I liked some of it. Um, I don't like any of it now. I think the, the new stuff's awful. Um, the, the Melvins. I struggle with the Melvins. Um, yeah, they, they, there's just a lot of stuff on there that doesn't really talk to me anymore. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, agreed. agreed. I forgot the next question was, Neil. <laughs> well, I'm pretty, well, we, we had a real lively conversation before we started running the tape. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've, ne- I've never heard Tom so wound up, but he's a bit... We're all right now. Now. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. It's fine. So, I've so, never heard Tom swear so much. Yeah, how about that? I, well, I, I try not to curse on the podcast, but yet if you get me, yeah, if you get me aside... It's a different. It's a different story. I'm trying to do a family show here. No thanks to Neil. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just wait till we get John on again. See, I'm trying to do a family show here, and then we get John Bates on from from Japan. You know. Oh, he was amazing, wasn't he? he you, the English 
all loved him. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was a real character. He's a fun Sorry, guy, man. man. One Sorry. of the things, one of the things we're doing uh, to kind of coordinate with our hundredth uh, episode, we're gonna we're trying to get do like the Facebook group thing rather than like uh, I mean we'll still have our page, but we're gonna do like the group thing so everybody else can kind of post pictures of their records and everybody else can see it and you guys could even potentially you know discuss different guests or whatnot but we got to get john in there for sure because john's uh john's as funny when he's not being recorded as he is when he's being recorded, so. dude he make yeah, he makes me he makes you. me he makes me want to go to japan it just sounds like they're having the fucking time with their lives out there it's crazy well let me tell you dude, when you're just getting drunk as a skunk you can do that in erie pennsylvania just as easily i don't think you need to go all the way to japan but you don't have, yeah we don't have japanese girls all over you there do you in erie pennsylvania i don't think but anyway, um, I'm sorry. Hey, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, Matt? I'm sorry. We've, we've, we've dominated this whole conversation so far. Tell, tell us a bit about yourself. That's cool. So, yeah, 54 years old, uh, married for nearly 25 years, Tom, not, not as long as you. Two grown-up kids uh, who just bought a drum kit. Oh, interesting. Well, aren't you glad? That it's, are they still at the house? Yeah, yeah. Oh jeez, yeah. I was gonna say at least they don't live at the house anymore, but oh boy, uh, they do. Yeah, they're twenty and twenty-three. So, um, a an electronic drum kit turned up at half seven this morning. Oh boy, you could, you could turn down. You could turn those down, right? You could like, I think you could actually put them through headphones. Oh, I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise, it's it's gonna be hell. So, yeah, grew up in Romford, moved to St Albans about twenty years ago. Um, this is the longest time by a country mile that I haven't been to a gig since I was right. 14. Oh, so what was uh, your so what was your first gig, man? What was your first gig? Uh, okay, I, uh, I'm not sure what reaction I'm going to get to this. It was 1981 at the Rainbow Theatre in North London, and it was Toya. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I I enjoy looking at Toya's boobs on those uh, Sunday that? services. <laughs> so that's the woman who's married to Robert Fripp, right? Yes. The guitar player from King. That's the one who likes to show her nips on uh, on yeah, on so Facebook. Facebook, like every week they're doing a new Facebook video of some song. They're doing all kinds of crazy Ramones and Metallica and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, and he plays guitar and she dances around like a cheerleader with her nipples popping out. Yeah. She's got to be like she's got to be like 60 years old, right? She looks good. She though, yeah, she is. Um, I saw her at Rebellion last year and she was actually really good. What is she? Does she have her own songs and stuff? I don't know anything about this. I, 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 I This is all new to me. Toya Wilcox, yeah. yeah. I, it, it was um, initially the early stuff was very like maybe post-punk, um, yeah, quite kind of, odd. Yeah. And then it went very commercial. She got in the charts, and it was all awful from then on. But the uh, the uh, the first couple of albums are really good. Hmm. So who was your favorite band back then, back when you first got into stuff? Probably the Pistols. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm of an age where I was a bit too young to see them. Yeah, but, me too. Um, yeah, Bollocks was just incredible it was just earth moving when i heard that i still remember the first time i heard it and it just rooted me to the spot I thought it was amazing and then I, I guess after that probably the ramones the, the first ramones record i ever heard was it's alive and i remember hearing that and literally thinking i was i was yeah. hearing the most yeah. incredible thing i'd heard in my life it was just so vibrant and so vital it was just fucking fantastic agreed when that came out in 79 I was, uh, it's still my favorite live album of any band oh, ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, both of those albums you mentioned are still, I mean, they still sound better than anything coming out, right? Oh, they do. They do. 
That um, Pistols album, man, holy cow! It really. It's, it's it's kind of like is it a shame that they didn't do any more? I'm not sure it is because I don't know. It's yeah, the most one perfect, perfect album. album ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't you can't do better than that. You should just stop. If if the Sex Pistols would have stayed the Sex Pistols and become PIL, basically the sound or something, it would it would just wouldn't have been good, right? Well, th- well, well, that's kind of interesting though because if they had though, and kept like and and if the band had been able to rein in some of some of John Lydon's weirdness, maybe they would have made a good second album because that first Public Image album has some good stuff on it, but it just gets too fucking weird and too dull because they were all that wasn't smacked my, out. That wasn't my point as much as would we have liked that band to become something else? Oh, it would have been okay. a kind of a bomb, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you know what? Yeah, especially not with Sid in the band. They'd have had to get Glenn, Glenn back in the band so we could yeah, actually write some songs, actually. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'll compare them to the Clash, and I think the Clash, yeah, the first three albums were fantastic. Um, I don't like Sound and Easter. Yeah, me I don't either. like anything else after that, really. And I, 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 I would rather it's that sort of burnout, not fade away type approach. Like I'd rather just leave a perfect, perfect document and then stop. Yeah, I get that completely, and it's and it's funny. I I might be one of the only ones, but I actually think "Cut the Crap" is better than "Sandinista." So there you go. So do I. Yeah. Yep. Have, you heard, have you heard the yeah. demo versions of those songs? Fantastic. They've got some. Yeah, it's got some really fantastic good. songs on that. They were just ruined by the production, right? Yeah. I can't believe you yeah. found someone who who shares his view on "Cut the Crap." I never saw that coming. All right, Matt, we're gonna have to get together, mate, and have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you? Do you think you'll come over this year for Rebellions? happening yeah we're just we're just talking about that yeah i think actually i think i will i think we will um now i won't be able to stay where i normally stay when i'm in england but that's fine um but yeah i'm planning on it i think yeah that's august right uh late yeah. august yeah so, so yeah, yeah we, we should we should definitely hook up and Re- rebellion is an interesting one because i was sniffy about it for so long and i, I refused to go i thought no it's just a bunch of old codgers going to watch <laughs> crappy old bands with one original member yeah, and then one of my oldest dearest friends managed to persuade me to go, and I had a fantastic time. It was yeah. really great. Like you, the the atmosphere is so friendly, um, yeah, and some fucking great bands as well. I've got to see Toxic Reasons again after what thirty five, forty years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who were still fucking fantastic. Mm. Um, got to see Di the last time I went, which was great. I've never seen them before. Yeah, it's. I think it's really great. So did did you did you take the train up or did you like stay up there in Blackpool? Yeah, we well we we the first time we drove up there in a okay. car with no air conditioning in stifling heat, bloody <laughs> awful. Um, so ever since then we've just done the train, get a B and B, and yeah, all is good. It's yeah, it's it's really it's really good fun. Okay. I mean, the weather can be a little bit unpredictable. Um, sometimes it's boiling hot, sometimes it's pissing with rain, but it's yeah, it's good. It's it, they put out a statement today that, that they're talking about potentially doing the festival, but I, I, I'm not I'm not sure that they they will or if it will be in its normal form. But I'm hoping they'll do something. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Okay. So um, let's go on to some of the stock questions here. So we've already figured out how you found us. Uh, what's been your favourite episode? You think so far? Oh. Um... That's a that's a really difficult question. Um, or favorite, you know, a few favorites maybe. I thought the the good the good eyes were really interesting. Okay, um, that's a second I, second I, vote for that. Yeah, I found 
you know, you know, some of the language was a little bit jarring, but you know, I'm a big guy, I can deal with it. Yeah. So that wasn't the end of the world by any means. Um, I thought Joe Queer <laughs> was really interesting. Who was? Joe, Joe Queer. Queer. I agree. I was. I yeah. thought that was a highlight. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Of course, he did, Tom. The the audience is not privy to the conversation we just had. You got to remember, there's no context for that. Maybe they will be soon, but yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But I guess I know you've talked about it before. But if 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 I had to pick a side of do I like the interview shows uh, apart from uh, uh, compared to you two just talking about records and that sort of stuff, I'd probably go for the latter. Mm -hmm. So when you're when you're talking about what you bought and what you in, in the good old days, what bands you've seen, that kind of stuff. That's that's what I really enjoy the most. Interesting. Yeah, that was actually my next question, so that's cool. Hmm. Tom, you're speechless. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Amazing. I'm good. Amazing. Okay, so um, okay, I, and I, I just it, but once again, I know I've been saying I sound like a broken record, but it's it's kind of fun to put a voice to these people that we sometimes we sometimes chat with. So it is. Um, okay, so Matt, so I, I think I know the answer to this, like most, like most of our folks. But are you a vinyl person, or do you like digital? I'm vinyl. So I, I, I went digital in about 1990. Yeah. Um, and then we moved to St Albans, and probably about 2012, 2014, a record shop opened in town, and I went in and I started looking for records. I thought, oh God, I missed this. And I didn't have a record player anymore. Um, the needle had broke, and that was it. So um, I bought some records, and I got a fairly cheap deck. Mm-hmm. And then I bought a better deck, and haven't gone back since. I've bought probably the same amount of records in the last four or five years that I did in my whole life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's... 2020 was a record, a record-shattering year for me, too, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's, it's just... I know when you talk about discogs and going down rabbit holes and stuff, I'm the same. It's it's so difficult to stop. But yeah, I, I'm I'm a I'm a vinyl junkie. I, I love it. I think it, you know, subjectively, I think it sounds better. But the whole experience of like taking a record out of the sleeve and taking it out of the inner sleeve and putting it on the, the, the turntable, it's just so much more satisfying than asking Alexa to play something. Yeah, well, it makes it, it 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 gives it worth, doesn't it? Somehow, it just gives it worth rather than it just being like a throwaway commodity kind of thing. It, it gives does. the whole thing like, importance. So, yeah. So it's like you know, if you if you have a streaming service and you think, oh, I'll, I'll try this band. I've not heard them before, and you give it thirty seconds, I think, no, that's crap. So I'll, I'll leave it. But if you buy a record, it's like, well, that cost me twenty quid. Um, I'm gonna give it a couple of listens to make sure I to make really sure I don't like it before I dismiss it. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. I I I love it. I I my wife doesn't so much. But, um, <laughs> my, my my oldest son is now buying a lot of records. Um, my youngest is still very very um, all about streaming. He's got I think he's got one record and he's never played that. Hmm. So are they into punk as well, or do you manage to get them into music, or are they listening to like new stuff, hip hop and shit? Uh, yeah, uh, amongst other things. So, um, Billy, my youngest, has got a, a denim jacket with a big teenage bottle rocket. They came from the Shadows patch on the back. Of oh, it. excellent. Good man. Yeah. Um, and he went to see him uh, a few years ago. They were supporting Pennywise in London. Mm. And I said, look, now Pennywise, in my opinion, Pennywise aren't great, but they're all right. 
you should yeah. stay and give it a go. That he was like, no, nah, no, nah. I, I saw a bottle of that was fantastic and nothing else was going to top it, so he left. Um, and Alf, the older one, he's got, yeah, he's got some Black Flag and DKs and stuff in his record collection. So, yeah, they both like it. They like other stuff as well. Sure. One, of my, one of my earliest memories of Alfie was him sitting in the car seat in, in, in my, my car and we were playing Human Fly by the Cramps. Oh, but yeah. I, I turned around and he was headbanging to it and he, he mo- probably only about 18 months, two years old, but he was really, really into it. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, what you like. this is good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a proud dad. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. So coming from Romford, you know, Billy Bragg so- and I assume. Uh, not personally, I, I'm aware of him. I'm aware of your feelings towards him. What a twat! Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I quite like Billy Bragg. I'm, I'm not a massive fan. Um, the Barking Bard, as he's known. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think some of his stuff's really good. I think some of it's not so much. Uh, I think it's it's difficult to be espousing socialist lifestyle when you're a millionaire, isn't it? Yep. Definitely, yeah. And you live in a three million dollar mansion, yeah, for sure. Sorry, yeah. I just had to throw that in he there. Must be, uh, I do think his house in the right place. He, he must be like the British Bruce Springsteen because I have the same issue with Bruce Springsteen. Like he's writing all these songs about these down there luck factory guys while he sits on his veranda sipping, you know, Dom Perignon. Or <laughs> well, yeah, but he's but yeah, but he's not coming out politically and saying that down with well, uh, the, down with capitalism boss, is he? The boss is yeah, he is. Bruce Springsteen is actually he is. He's saying so down with capitalism really. Well, I mean, he might as well be. But it's always interesting when you got these very very wealthy guys who. Uh, Condemn the very system that they use to get very wealthy, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yep. exactly. Anyway. All right, we better let Matt pick a song. You yep. know, I swear, we started doing this, Matt. It's funny because it's like, well, we're gonna try to do five to ten minutes per person. So I think we managed to do like five to ten minutes for a couple of them, and now they're just getting longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had like twenty minutes now. So Matt, yeah, you pick know, a song for us, mate. The show's like hanging out at the pub. Now it's like hanging out at the pub with another guy. <laughs> so, what, what do you so, tell us? Just what you're gonna play and tell us why and. Talk about. So I, I wanted to rep the UK, so I, I was thinking about cu- reasonably current bands that are, that are doing the rounds over here at the moment. Bands like Wonk Unit, Pizza Tramp, The Restarts, Sick on the Bus, all of which are fucking fantastic, and you really should check them out. Um, sick, sick, sick on the Bus, like uh, one of the guys from Discharge or something? It's, it's uh, a couple of guys from the Verrucas. Oh, Verrucas. Okay, yeah, yeah, I actually have a couple sick on the bus albums. They're, yeah, they are good. Real, real fast, real heavy. Yeah, but it, it, I'd, I'd say they were a mixture of GBH and the Damned. Yep, um, yep. They're fucking fantastic. Great guys as well. Um, I used to play in a band, and one of our first ever gigs was with them, and they were just mm. we, we got to the gig, and Biff, the singer, was sitting on a, a stack of Stella. Um, Stella <laughs> being a very strong lager, Tom, um, in case you weren't aware of it. And he yeah. was out of his brains but like he could barely speak and then they went on stage and they fucking killed it they were incredible like, so no matter how drunk the guy is he can play his arse off um, but in the end I, I picked a, a, a London band called Pints um, still, still drinking still gambling still smoking so it's not PC it's real sort of yobbo punk um, I guess mixing up the best of the Cockney Rejects with the best of Discharge with a bit of Cock Sparrow thrown in. Um, it's fantastic. Smile on your face, I guarantee you. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Matt, thanks for coming on yeah. with us, mate. Really thanks appreciate it. Yeah.
And I really uh, enjoyed talking to you guys. Thanks very much. Of course. You too, man. And yeah, uh, yeah. be safe and uh, yeah. Well, hopefully we can have a pint one of these days. Yeah. That would be marvelous. Yeah. Take care, guys. Yeah. So you this too, is man. so this is pints with still drinking, still smoking, still gambling. Thanks, Matt. See ya. Cheers, guys. So we are headed back to the United States. Not only are we headed back to the United States, we're headed to the the Sunshine State, I believe, and it's probably like 80 degrees there while Neil and I sit in, up here freezing our ass off in the Midwest. We're talking to Mike the Mailman, who's actually come up a few times on the podcast we've mentioned. Boy, Mike the Mailman's got a higher voice than I imagined, ain't Neil? <laughs> yeah, he sounds young, see, man. He sounds young. Two piece, man. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? Oh, doing real good. Sorry, that's my little one. We're having a side yard party, and heck yeah, it's in the '80s, sunny as hell. Uh, is it like a is it like a birthday party or just like a? I don't know what a side yard party thing. I mean, I've not heard that term before. Is that like a Florida thing? Uh, no, that's just where I have the most space, and it's Sunday. I have the day off, so we're we're hanging out. <laughs> oh, I got you. And they're swimming, y'all. They're swimming. They said. Yeah, that sounds nice, doesn't it? I remember swimming. We did that once yeah, upon a time. That yeah. was fun, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You ever, so, uh, you so ever what's had it, that kind of what's that her name, Mike? For you? Her name is Maggie. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> Can you say hi? 
There you go. <laughs> <Wonderful>. <laughs> Amazing. Say hi to one of Dan's I don't know if you've friends. Ever... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It should be like friends, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. well, you so... know, she'll grow up. She'll she'll have friends that are only online <laughs> online too. You know, she's gonna grow up in that world. So yeah, yeah, sure. it's terrifying, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're not kidding. So how how did you find us, Mike? How did you find the how did you find the podcast? Okay, so um, you know. I, I'm a mailman uh, out here in Florida, yep. and yep. one of the dudes was like, "Oh man, you got a smartphone?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I think so." Turned me on <laughs> to the podcast, and was just like, "It's you know." I went into the search field, looked up punk, and you had one episode. Oh wow! So I <laughs> I figured all this shit out like that, like right then and there. Well, and so I tried to listen to the to the other podcast, but uh, those those little kids kind of were irritating me. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, so so but those little kids who are like in their late thirties now, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're probably fucking my age, right? I'm just saying. Yeah. Who was that? Who who was this mysterious friend that uh, that turned you on to us? Who was that? Oh, dude, they wanted me to listen to Joe Rogan. Mm. Like that lasted that that lasted ten minutes. Gotcha, you know? dude. Okay, they just well, think the podcast so in general. Funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah, just in general. In general yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She can hear on the podcast, man. She's got a lot to say. Have you listened to every single episode, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Like as it drops, it sends me like a text message kind of thing on my screen. Um, I am not a tech guy. <laughs> um, just to pull. pull actually, I was I actually get... a little surprised that you could figure out Skype. I'm like, ah, we're probably gonna have to call Mike on his landline or something. But <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this is all I have. I just have this fucking computer in my pocket. It does everything I need. You know. Exactly. Um. So, oh shoot! I forgot where I was going, Neil. I forgot, well, Neil. I well, forgot so, so, well, so age-wise, what are you? So you was are you was uh, are you somewhere between me and uh, me and Tom? Or are you younger than that or older than that? I'm younger. You guys, I just had a birthday. Okay, um, cool. Well, happy yeah. birthday, man! Yeah, I'm, um, you know, early forties, mid forties. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. He's he's the yeah. youngest you... one so far, Tom. Yeah, I know. Do you yeah. do you hey. like? Do you bump us around? With, like, do you listen to us in your mail truck? Yeah, bro. Like, uh, I have like a little uh, little speaker, like a waterproof speaker that has like a like a flashlight on it. Okay. I mean? And it connects it connects to my phone, so I listen to that. And then customers come up, I pause it. You know what I mean? I was gonna <laughs> say, it. did you ever have like a customer come up and like Neil's ranting and raving and talking with his using those words that aren't that uncommon in Britain that are like super <laughs> Americans about the post office? Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, that's the least. That's the least of my concerns. You know what I mean? As we get as we get older, and the bathroom situation becomes more complicated. Uh, hearing y'all talk is the least of my problems. If somebody yeah. comes up to my truck, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so you, um, are, I know you played at least a little bit in bands. Are you still Are you still playing in bands, Mike? Are you uh, semi retired, or where are you at with that? No, man. I'm full time dad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, okay, so you don't play. You don't. You don't play much anymore. No, nah, like you know, a lot of the homies are still playing. So like when they come through, you know, my neck of the woods. You know what I mean? Like the Gainesville, Tampa, Central Florida sort of area. You know, that's about the only time I get anywhere anymore. I'm not like in a scene or nothing. I'm full time dad. Gotcha. Well, so are you, are you close to Gainesville? I'm like an hour from Gainesville, like an hour from, uh, you know. Orlando, like an hour and a half from Tampa, just kind of dead nuts in the middle of 
Florida. So, so Neil, so what I'm hearing, Neil, is that if you and I do go down for fest, we're yes. gonna have to drive halfway up and meet meet Mike in the middle or something. Right? Definitely, definitely, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been in Gainesville a, a few times over the last couple of years, so yeah, we'll definitely have to meet up. That's definitely right. If um, every time that Tom says the uh, fact of the matter is, I get to give him a noogie. <laughs> I thought you'd say take a drink. <laughs> a drink. Oh, I, try, I, I, I tried to do that. I had to call off work. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. We're going straight to the niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what's, what's the old, uh, like the old cliche is every after somebody says the word honestly or something like that, 90% of the time what they say isn't true. I mean, is that the, when I say the fact of the matter, is everything I say after that BS? It's old, it's old bullshit, Tom. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> Complete bullshit. You got it, girl. No problem. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> it's the best stuff that's ever been on the show. So, Mike, what? Is, so, do you, so you've you've heard every episode? You said if you've heard, been listening since episode one. Yeah. Okay. So, what's been your favorite episode so far, mate? Dude, I like I like it when y'all are just like bullshit. You know what I mean? But um, as far as guests, that crazy motherfucker in Japan, that shit had me dying. Down basically it. That's so funny because he's probably the arguably the least famous person we've had on. But he's, you know? but he's everybody's awesome, favorite. Yeah, I want to hang, yeah, hang out with he's that guy. Funny. Yeah. He's a funny dude. Hell yeah, he's yeah. funny. I, I, I was hanging out with him and his Scottish friend yesterday for like an hour and a half on on a Zoom call. That was fucking hysterical. Let me tell you, it was like three o'clock in the morning, and they'd been drinking so much the guy couldn't keep his eyes open. <laughs> It was, it was, uh, it was, that one was a trip, but it doesn't have to be an interview uh, one. I mean, do you, do you have one that you was, is that really your favorite episode? Do you think? Um, I definitely, that one, um, you know, I liked hearing you guys talk about the end of the year stuff. Yeah. Cause place of the year was kind of fucking weird. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, yeah, we're kind did. of everybody lined, lined up and shit. And, you know, honestly, like getting access to stuff at my age, ain't the easiest, you know what I mean? Especially full-time dad. So like y'all yeah. turn me on to a bunch of like, Here's I would have never, I would have never heard that drowns and that shit. Like, man, I can't stop playing that. That's fun, you know. It's great, isn't it? You, yeah, you, a, yeah, vinyl, so that, you a vinyl guy, Mike, or a digital guy, or a CD guy, uh, or a track guy, no, or what? Well, like in my shop, I have a tape deck, and then in the house, I have just a record player, and then in you the have car, a, in the car, yeah. I stream. Yeah, let's yeah, go back. Uh, let's go back to that one a second. You have a tape deck? Yeah, I'll send you a picture of that shit. It's awesome. Do it. Well, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna have it. We're actually. Oh, you don't do. You said you don't do social media. That's right. I was gonna say we're actually gonna have a, like a Facebook Punk Till I Die group where we can all share pictures and show each other what we're listening to and all that stuff. But, but you know, that doesn't work on your flip phone. Not enough of so, that shit, bro. I <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Like I, said, I don't blame <laughs> you. But, but that's funny. Well, you said it does. We'll we'll share the picture. But um, so I mean, you're not buying. Are you not buying new tapes? Right? You just like listen to the classics. No, man, just like what I find in pawn shops or like, you know, as I'm driving around town, if you're having a yard sale in town, I'm going to poke my head in. You, there you, got go. some tool, you got some tools and some tapes. I might just peer in there. You know what I mean? Uh, I used to do that so much, like hit garage sales and stuff and like hope to find some good records. But the fact matter is now there he goes. Got... Everyone take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's on the Internet now. So everybody thinks their stuff's too valuable. Anyway. All right. That's you got true. me. You got that's... me. Well, you got me to say it. I hope you're happy, Mike. I hope you're happy, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a matter of time, man. Yeah, exactly. that's true. It was. It, it was. That's true. Yeah. Oh, so... go home. Go home. Go home. All right, you guys. I think I'm done. I gotta go home. The the little one that's pulling the strings here. Not you. Not me. Not you. Okay. Nah. See you. You're all good. See. All right. 
<laughs> well, so all right, Neil. You better, well, you better hurry up and get through these questions because uh, Mike's got he's got more important people in his life than us, which is which is good. No, I just wanted to know, I just wanted to know, Mike, how did you first get into punk and what were some of the first bands that you saw and stuff like that? Dude, look, it was weird, man. You know, like my my parents were immigrants, and my dad immediately went to Nam as part of his deal. You know, mm-hmm. so you know there wasn't a whole real super awesome family you know thing so just what the neighborhood kids were into sucked and i found myself in between worlds where like you know the people i kind of wanted to hang out with were like the white kid skater suburban kid and you know the kids in the cities were trying to deal drugs so just uh found punk rock punk rock kind of saved my life in in a lot of ways man so it kept you out. So it kept you out of sort of getting in trouble. That's funny that punk rock kept you out of trouble because usually, like these suburban white kids, like their parents think they getting into punk rock got them into trouble, right? No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of things that could have gone differently for the better, but there was plenty of trouble, huh? That's good. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it was, it was a kind of thing where like everybody was welcome. You know what I mean? It didn't matter if you yeah. wore a dress. It didn't matter like what the fuck you look like nobody you know it didn't matter what what you had I, like shit my grandma was making my damn clothes from the patterns at the you know the Woolworth shit you know what I mean yeah so, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah so what city were you what there, city were like you we're closest to what city were you closest oh, I, to that you're gonna I, I, shows at I grew up grew up in Miami so okay. like a lot of the a lot oh of you're the, from like, band. Yeah. yeah yeah I was born in Miami and a lot of the bands that I saw that were like awesome back then was like AAA and the crumbs, oh, yeah, yeah. the stun guns, um, Los Canadians, fucking, uh, there was a band called Hudson, um, mm. dude jumped, dude jumped super high. It was just such a like vibrant scene. And then, I don't know, dude, the fucking Christians killed it. I didn't, you know, no offense to you, <laughs> Mr. Tra- Mr. Trauma, fucking Bible, no, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, come on, I know you're a good Catholic boy, Mike. Don't, <laughs> you know you're a good Catholic yeah, dude, that motherfucker asked me one time, do you jerk off? And I was like, bro, I'm never coming here again. I never went back in that room. <laughs> I, I never it. stopped. <laughs> do you want to hey, my favorite, So my favorite Florida band, and I, and were you a Pink Lincolns guy? Do you know Pink Lincolns or not really? Oh, hell yeah, dude. When you were talking about them, I have all the OG presses of those. I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. This. And man, I got to tell you, I don't know. I don't know anything. All right. Let me start with that. But you know how you were talking about how David Bowie did, not David Bowie, Iggy Pop did the album cover? Yeah. The singer for the Pink Lincolns looks like he could be his brother, bro. Like, I always thought that even when I was a little kid, they just looked the same. Same leathery, shirtless, crazy motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, I love that. I should I should try to find him. I'd love to talk to him. But it's like you know, it's funny because these bands that I really love growing up, I always wonder if I'd even have anything intelligent to say to them. Just like, dude, I love your records, you know. So it's so it's like, wow. do I really want to have those guys on? You know, but I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Pink Lincolns fan, man. No, they're the shit. Like for real. Like you know, when, yeah. when I when I started listening and hearing you talk about like like a screecher weasel and shit like that, I was just like, oh, I wonder if that, that's why. Like I sent you that eat. Fuck when you played the eat on the radio. Fuck, I was so happy, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the eat are cool. They're from. Were they from Miami? <laughs> yeah, they're from Miami. Okay. Yeah, because there's not a lot of I mean, like you mentioned a bunch of them, but yeah, it's not really. I mean, you kind of got that Gainesville sound, that whole like no idea bands thing, but those were different. Like hot water music, like I don't hate hot water music, but that's a different, a different kind of vibe, you know. See this, like the Miami scene was crossing over more with um, 
what's that Larry Livermore shit over there? And oh, look out, look out, look out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was like so like I the crumbs a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, the crumbs who was from Miami. They were putting shit oh, yeah. out. They were and, good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were awesome, man. Fuck. Um, the band that I was in in seventh grade called Pretend Milk. The kid Pretend. that played guitar, his, his name was Jose. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up playing in the crumbs, and I was so stoked. You know what I mean? Because shit, we started like watching that band when we were kids. You know what I mean? See, Neil, this once again goes back to that thing that I that you know, like we might need to do, like what Maximum Rock and Roll used to do, where we do scene reports and just like focus on, just like focus on one ear and, and play a bunch of bands. What f- expert on it might to be our expert, you know? Well, like focus like, on hey. one area from like thirty years ago. Is that what you mean? <laughs> or just play, you know, play. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, thirty years ago, that's- shit was much cooler back in my day, and this is why. <laughs> oh hell yeah. yeah! I mean, shit. And this, yeah. It, 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 Tom, man, what did someone? Did someone fucking know, choke it's, your it's, internet it's, there? It's a, it's a delicate. Thing. I don't know. Am I losing it? Yeah, like crazy, man. I think maybe we should wind this up. Hey, Mike, what's what song do you want to play, buddy? Well, um, seeing as I represent a kind of underrepresented uh, sort of group here on your show, I was thinking from your from your home area over there, Los Crudos. Um, I was waiting for the I was waiting for the next you know nasty show, but um, you know. <laughs> For everyone in La Raza like me, bro, come on, let's play. Uh, uh, that's right, motherfucker, with that spick band by, by Crudos. Can you run that shit one time, please? Oh, okay. I know that song. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, that's just hype. That was so good. Okay, what? Hold well, on, hold, hold on a second, hold on a second. Keep, keep it, keep it tight for a gringo like me. So, what are we playing? Less Crudos and what? Um, it's it's uh, that's right. We're that spick band. <laughs> Okay, you heard it, everybody. All right. Yeah, Mike. yeah, you get a pass. You get a pass from me, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. We All won't. Right. We won't like say it. We'll just like. Just, like <laughs> but hey, man, it, it's it's good to meet you, Mike. And yeah. uh, thanks for listening, man. I, I love you know. You might be our our most diverse listener. Yes. Hey, bro. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't care. <laughs> you, you know, you we, son we of a need, bitch. Well, we need our demographic to be something other than 50-year-old, just straight-up 50-year-old white guys. I mean, don't get me wrong, 50-year-old white guys. We appreciate it. We love to be listening. But it's nice to know that. I mean, I think there's a couple of women even that listen, and, you know, a couple of people got pigmentation in their skin and whatnot. You know, it's good. Yeah, but let me let me just give you a little inside scoop, bro. That's just like y'all shit. You know what I mean? Like, everybody I know that's my age that's like a fucking punk rocker, a skateboarder, we Nobody gives a fuck what color you are or what the hell you are. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're, exactly. We're all exactly. just scrubbing, scrubbing nickels together trying to fucking squeeze the life out, you know? Like, shit, the world. Yeah, the world's all fucked up, you know? Fuck that no, shit. I don't even bother that. I am 100. I, I get you 100%. And that's, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, that's some what brings shit, together, you know what I mean? Like, what brings together? You got your hair wet. <laughs> you look okay. beautiful. Okay. Hey, can you give me five? All right. All right. There we go. One more second. All right, guys. Um, love to you, man. For real. Like, it's but no, been that, such a great thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll no, see we, each we, other one day. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. It was, it, was, it was nice talking to you, man. And hey, yeah. enjoy, your, enjoy your party. Enjoy that young girl who will one day cause you fits when she brings home some strange boy. Enjoy <laughs> it, bro. We, I'm a fucking giant, dude. I might be old, but I'm still a giant. <laughs> hey, little information never hurt. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. Cheers. Yeah, take Bye. care, you guys. Later. See ya. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's make back!
So, Neil, next we are going to go to America's Heartland. Yep, just like us, right? Sort of. But yep. really, I mean, Chicago's not really the heartland. It's sort of like a... Anyway. <laughs> what, what are saying? I'm a scumbag? Is that what you're saying? It's like, anyway, we're, we're, we're going to welcome Josh. Josh, where are you at? You can be as specific or as general as you like, but I know... I, where, where are you at? I'll be a little general specific and say Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, um, Iowa. I'm actually in a suburb, but I won't sure. specify where that is. Sure. <laughs> Please give us your address so we can look at the satellite. Exactly. <laughs> so, Josh, how did you find us? Um, so I was very tuned in to uh, the Punk News regular uh, podcast. And then yes. when you spun this off with uh, Neil, it was right in my vein because I'm kind of, I felt like kind of a more older punk and I would listen to the old one, but there was always that a little bit too new for me. But I mean, I, I track to new music too. So it's, and I'm all over genre wise as well, but it's, yeah. But it's, I, well, I, it's, it's, it's not the fact that it was new. It's the fact that they don't particularly play anything that's punk is the, is yes. the problem, I think. Right. I or think that's post the deal. about punk. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the issue. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, anyway, that's... so. That's how yeah. I found. That's how I found Tom too. That's how I. Found I might my be. Mate Tom. I think I might actually be tired of punk punk news podcast bashing, Neil. I might have it totally out of my system. Okay, good. After, but okay. we'll see. Next week's a new week. So when so the first time you reached out to us, you were actually because you, you, you used to uh, email us with like record collecting questions, right? Absolutely. Um, so through COVID, I wanted to find a new hobby, and I kind of was always intrigued by vinyl. Um, because sure. more from like the the DIY view when you buy stuff at shows, um, yeah. the money's going straight back to the artist. So it's like the easiest way to get it right back to them. So it's, you know, dove right in after listening to quite a few episodes. And I think our first correspondence were uh, based around like classic punk albums. What would what would be your guys' starting points? Oh, and, I remember oh, that. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember well, that. We actually pretty much did a whole we did a whole show based on that email. He did, he did, and that actually gave to, me a ton to go through, on. Like, <laughs> top ten American albums that you should buy if you're just starting a collection from scratch, and Neil did the top ten British ones. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I have a little bit of both, to be honest. There you go. With you. Good man. Do me both. <laughs> well, so how old so of a now, guy are you? If if you didn't have vinyl back in the day. Um. So I am 41 years young. Okay. I think they say so. Yep. <laughs> uh, I feel older by the day, honestly, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I was more of a CD child, honestly, Yeah. probably, sure. uh, cassettes early, early on, but didn't have the vinyl for sure. So, so, so did you buy your first like record in 2020 or you I had did. some? Oh, I wow. did. I didn't have anything. Holy <laughs> shit. That's crazy. Are you, are you at right now? I mean, uh, roughly, you have any idea? Uh, I'm getting up close to a hundred now. So it's been a so year. Much, <laughs> wife hates us, man. 
That's, um, that's the... <laughs> I haven't sent it back to you yet, so she might not be terribly happy after I tell her how this went. <laughs> well, listen, listen, just tell her, you know what? I'm not smoking crack. I'm not dating yeah. a stripper. I'm not having a midlife crisis and buying a Ferrari. Hey, not that we know, Tom. Maybe he is doing all those things. We don't uh, know. Just, no, I can't mentioned... say that I am. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> so, you earlier and, you, and you mentioned that, and I hope I'm not getting too personal, but you mentioned that you don't necessarily have any offspring to pass your records along to so may i suggest that if you come to an untimely demise you consider your friends at punk till i die when you're when your wife's I will. Know, getting rid of your if i expire you before you guys you can have them excellent that? dude he's, excellent. he's 17 years younger than me somehow i don't think i'm surviving this guy hey you know we love a good road trip we'll even come and get him <laughs> you know you know how we feel about the post office i mean yeah yeah we don't want him posting him we might get him in five years time exactly uh... you'll be dead by the time they show up at his place yeah for sure <laughs> for sure okay so well, let me ask you this let me yeah. ask you this sir josh sure um favorite episode or favorite episodes what are some of your favorite episodes of us babbling like idiots um i think i emailed you guys this well okay so babbling oh man probably when you dove into those records honestly oh yeah that really like exposed me to like and I know you had talked of a lot of those bands in the past, but mm-hmm. it was getting like specific albums in the mix. Like which it one specifically? Gave me some, do you think? Um, I've gone really deep into Coxbar, to okay. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that was a band that like, I wouldn't necessarily say that I was um, really into Oi at like any point in my life. Yeah. And just through like diving into them has exposed me to like noise and other and honestly like interview wise i thought the pirates press like the the interview with skip was probably Uh, my favorite interview episode so that was a good one yeah in fact we should have skip on again because they they're they're doing even crazier stuff now right that 45 adapters is mental how they managed to do that yeah which i actually ordered that i actually ordered that the other day I look forward to see what they bring out the rest of this year, honestly, because I think there's a lot more on the agenda too. the way it sounds. They keep hinting at a, I saw some noise post on, I think yes. Henson, Henson must've posted it, that they may be doing some back catalog stuff. Okay. Getting re-released on pirates, which their old stuff is very hard to find. So it'd be very cool to get it in repress. So. Well, I got to tell you, man, my probably my now granted it's only right now, you know, early March, but my record of the year right now is that Antagonizers ATL album. I love that album. I love it. It's very good. So, um, I have it on the way, actually, in the, with ah, the pre-order with the D-Cracks. So. Excellent. Excellent. I All have, right. I have that on the way as well. I ordered that and the 45 Adapters album a couple of days ago. So I was actually... All, all, all my orders were caught up, and there's nothing more depressing than going down to the mail in the morning and realizing that you don't have anything on the way. It's very, very upsetting. Well, it's, it's <laughs> right? just funny, you know. We we have a we have this British listener who we talked to. We actually talked to him not long before you about uh, you know we we have this running joke where it's like if you come on Punk Like That podcast, you will sell tens of records. You know, <laughs> no, no shit. Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, if nothing else, Neil and I usually buy something if they don't send it to us for free. You know? Well, I will give you guys props on quite a few because, like, I had no – I mean, Skip brought up territories. Like, you did the interview with yeah. the yeah, drummer. Yeah. The drummer. Um, yeah. I had no pulse on them at all, but absolutely love all their music. I yeah. even went back to some of the knucklehead stuff and 
That's Ooh. actually quite good too. That LP um, they did a couple years ago, the self-titled LP, I just love yep. it. Love it. I like the EP they did last year too, but I love the album. Absolutely. Boy, look at us. Look at us, Neil. All right, next question, Neil. Come on. Okay. Keep it rolling. So are you do you like the interviews or do you like us when it's just the two of us just talking nonsense? Uh probably Bad the way. nonsense more. Ah. Um I, I I do like the good interviews worked in here and there. Did you um, notice that, Tom? You kind of... Did you notice that, Tom? He said the good interviews. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know what you're going to get. I haven't, you know? honestly, bad, you haven't had a... a bad one, in my opinion. Oh, that's like, good. They've Thanks, all man. been very entertaining for Thanks. the most part. So it's... Well, life is like a box of chocolates, Josh. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> well, it, it, is, it, is, it is funny that, because or some of the ones... I'm sorry, interviews, box no, of chocolate, whatever. S- no, some whatever. of the ones we've planned for ages, they turn out to be relatively dull. And then we'll get one like John from, from Japan. Which we basically like, set up like a, the day before, and it was a fucking oh, yeah. blast, right? It, that was I mean, awesome too yeah. to listen to, it just was. the interaction with them and stuff. <laughs> we've, been kind of, we've been kind of laying low on the on the interviews, and we just and it's just mostly we just haven't nothing's fallen into place, and we just we're essentially lazy, you know. <laughs> like we're not looking for a second job. Oh, right. sure. <laughs> we, just, we just want to have fun. Yes. So, girls, anyway, girls right. just want to have fun. Yeah, keep it keep it moving along, Neil. Keep it moving along. All right. So, well, I think you've answered this one pretty much. But you're a vinyl person over a streaming person or a digital person, I assume these days. I use both, honestly, and I still roll back to like buying digital from uh, Bandcamp as opposed to streaming the other services, just because uh, I think the money gets back to them. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. Support the artist. So okay, so you say you, you you just got into vinyl over the last year, really. What kind of what, what kind of setup did you buy? Um, I just have a uh, Audio Teca Audio Technica uh, turntable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just, a good. That's solid. That's a good for the month. That's a good bang for your buck turntable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't really have a. It's a pretty simple setup, to be honest with you, just uh, to kind of have something more than anything. Are the, I, I are don't. The, are the speakers attached right to the uh, right to the turntable? Yeah, just yeah. straight to the turntable. Okay. It doesn't. It's. I've. I want to get an amp and kind of beef this up eventually, but my setup really isn't quite there yet. That's Plus, right. I don't want to annoy my wife too much yet. You don't need so. it that loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> Once you get past forty, you just don't need it that loud, right? Like yeah. so. You know I, what? I'm, I'm going to invite. Us. I'm going to invite you guys to my house, and you guys can hear what it, a good setup sounds like. Oh. It sounds fucking <laughs> awesome. I but, am you know. getting the. I'm I'm getting the lust lately. I must say for like things because I we're getting into a pretty good position like financially, and I'm just like, well, I wouldn't mind getting a new guitar, and I wouldn't mind getting a new stereo. Yeah, but if, I do that, if I do that, I'm probably going to have to buy a new refrigerator and some new carpeting. So you know, <laughs> give a little, you get a little, right? For sure. Anyway, Neil. Well, well uh, do you have anything else you want to say to us? Because I think that's that's the end of our stock questions, my friend. You yes. went through them real fast. Okay. Um, I just had a couple thank yous for bands that you guys have introduced me to that I wanted to throw out there. Um, okay. The Sewer Rats. Yep. Sewer Rats. Good album, um, right? Yep. Good album. Absolutely, absolutely no clue who they were going in, but you had them on your list, Neil, and I am totally into that now. Yep. Um. And then I know Tom going back like quite a ways. I didn't even know Break Anchor was a thing. I had always been a Suicide Machine guy, but yeah. I did not know that he did that spinoff. And that is that. I mean, they it's have amazing. the singles and the the one EP, but or LP. But it's like it's, it's more of a comp, I guess. But I, I just love the sound. It's so yeah. 
Yep. Thank you. Thank you for introducing those. And then the recent one is Stalag 13. Like, oh, I yeah. no clue about that 80s hardcore band and kind of the Nardcore thing. <laughs> Man, you I know, mean, we're ed- educate. Like, we should be on PBS. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Definitely, man. I'm agreeing think... with you. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, Josh. We 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 appreciate you listening, man. Yeah, we do. And thanks for I writing in all the time. We do, we do appreciate is... that. I appreciate what you guys do. This has been a, well, a treat. So. Well, thanks, man. And uh, yes, so yeah, episode number one hundred. Yeah. So is... uh, so what song are you gonna play? So why don't you talk it in and uh, and then we'll uh, then we'll play it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna play. Uh, noise the song lost it was on their single from 2020 and noise are from where now they're from noise from tacoma washington or seattle area okay cool pirates press band yep so all right well thanks for coming on with us josh we really appreciate it and uh yeah stay safe in iowa i assume let's hope the weather stays cool i mean stays good good for a while and then we'll get that snow right tom Exactly. Hit us right at the end. Oh, right up, punch in the face, <laughs> punch in the groin. Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Okay, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, man. Later. We'll talk again. Talk again later. See you, man. Later. For sure. Bye. Bye.
All right, guys and girls. So next, we're heading back to the East Coast, and we're going to talk to our friend Brian. How you doing, Brian? Doing good. How are you? Good. We're good. So we're good. Where are you at, Brian? You can be as specific or as general as you want. Uh, I am outside Richmond, Virginia. I, that's usually where I go to see shows, but sometimes I drive uh, to Charlottesville, about an hour away, or down to uh, the Virginia Beach area. That depends on traffic, anywhere between an hour and a half to three hours. Wow. Sometimes up to D.C. So. Hmm. so how far is D.C.? Again, it's a traffic thing, so hour and a half to three hours. D.C. Hmm. traffic's a nightmare. Are you? Are you... Yeah, most shows I go to are in Richmond. All right, what's your age demographic? 40s? 30s? I turned 40. Yeah, I'm 40. 40. Nice. So you actually, if it makes you feel any better, you're on the young end of our listenership. Yeah, you are. I was thinking that once I turned 40, I could qualify for, you know, official membership of this <laughs> podcast. We'll, we'll send you a badge and a card. And, and, you know, we told you the podcast wars are beginning. You remember, like, we were kids, it was the Kiss Army? Yeah. Oh, like the, yes. I'm punk like till the, I die army. Exactly. And we'll send you like a, a patch that has to be like sewn onto the shoulder and looks like a like a military <laughs> rank or something. Exactly. Yeah. You 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 get one stripe because you just turned forty. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neil's got so many stripes you don't I'm a grunt. Yeah. Neil's got so many stripes it goes from his wrist up to his <laughs> neck. I mean it's just nothing to stripe. <laughs> yeah, I've got to look like one of those uh African uh dictatorship kind of di- dictator guys who's just got a whole chest, <laughs> chest full of medals and shit. Oh, I thought you were talking about like those people put those rings on their neck just like on discretion. <laughs> no. Well, this <laughs> went off the rails cool. fast. Holy shit. That would be cool. I don't know. You're getting kind of old. Your bones are probably too soft for that. You probably just like your head would just break off to the side. Hey, remember, it's not me. It's not me you're mad at. Don't 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 don't, don't be yelling at me. <laughs> See, but Neil, I'm 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 confident enough in our friendship that I can, you know, break your cojones a little bit. All right, Brian. So, so how did you how did you find us, Brian? Yeah. Uh well, I found you. I'm mean, you know commenter on Punk News, and I've just always followed your reviews. And when you said you were starting a podcast, I made a note to check it out, and then I forgot to check it out till you said you were on your tenth episode, and I then caught up from there. <laughs> so, have you listened to everyone so far? No, there's about. 15 i think i haven't listened to oh he's like no you he's like no you guys suck (laughs) see no that's right you don't get your second stripe on your on your uh lower level once you get now you're 40 and you're 40 so if you catch up you get your second you get your second Second stripe stripe, it's like a boy scout that's what it is neil like you get those little like you get those little metal things that go in the bars or whatever i don't know wouldn't know about that um so okay of the ones you have listened to which is most of them it sounds like which is your favorite episode you think well, you know, I really liked the uh, guy from Guar. Ah, Todd oh, Evans. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I vote for Todd Evans. Oh, All right. I, I mean, you know, Guar, of course, uh, came from outer space, but all their slaves are from Richmond, Virginia. So, you know, I appreciated those stories. <laughs> Were you like one of those guys that had to wear like the loincloth and like uh, serve them? I mean, is that, was that something you did when you were in your 20s? <laughs> no, no, I... Uh... You know, being 40, I wasn't around when Gore started, but actually I went to high school with a guy whose sister dated this executioner. Nice. Yeah. Boy, there's put on your resume. <laughs> what? So, okay, totally off topic because that's what we do, right? Did you ever go to the Guar Bar? I have been to the Guar Bar. It's uh, been a few times. I actually have taken my daughter to the Guar Bar. It's Is it cool? Really good food. Isn't it it's nice? not very big. It's pretty oh, small. No. They do have a lot of um, 
the guar memorabilia up, but it's not very big. But the food is excellent. It's really good. It gets it's actually gets good reviews in the paper. Nice. It's just for their food. Yours, okay, okay so I don't know what's the what the fuck is the guar bar? What is that? It's just like a bar owned by the guys from Guar, right? Yeah, Beefcake the Mighty opened a bar and restaurants, and um, yeah, it's really good food. So, here's once again digressing, digressing. They used to do a thing, like a, at least they did it a couple of times. Where it was like a pretty big festival, like a Guar festival. Barbecue. The barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue. My God. Well, Neil, I remember one year the Meat Men played. Yeah, I saw and that. I, I went to that year. <laughs> and I remember, like, after, after, uh, who's the singer, Odorous? Yes. After he died, they did, like, a Viking funeral for him where they, like, pushed his raft out in the water and shot him with flaming arrows. Well, I was sure. at that. Yes. That was I, that same it was year? the night before. Yes, it was uh, okay. Saturday and Sunday, or. Saturday was the barbecue, and so Friday night they invited everybody out to the lake, and they had a big service for Odorous, and his body was resting on this boat, and uh, Jello Biafra gave a eulogy. Uh, the guy from Lamb of God did. Somebody else did too. But after it was all over, Slymenster Hyman got a uh, flaming arrow, shot it out into the water, and I sat there drinking guar beer and watching Odorous's body burn for like an hour. <laughs> Man. You know they. Sh- you know who they should have got that Ted Nugent. Now that guy's an archer. <laughs> no, they should. They should have. They should have filled him with burning arrows for God's sake. That's what they should have done. <laughs> well, so, he's still alive. How's that? So they obviously didn't do it last year, but I wonder if that's still a thing. I wonder if that's a thing that'll come back because they they always had it, some uh, cool. Bands. It was. They didn't have it the year before either. So it's like a, it's you know obviously they didn't have it last year, and they took a break the year before because they just come out with that new album. Because so it was I don't like know it's going to come back or something. Wasn't it was like in a, a water park, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Neil, bring your trunks, you know? You can watch some meat men and like go down some water slides. And so stuff. it's not so it sounds like Guar are almost as big a sellout as Kiss from the, from what I'm getting by this. Uh I mean I mean I think they would be if they could. <laughs> but they're fun. If if, if I'd I'd take you to one of their shows. You'd enjoy it for a few minutes. Guar you? Good lord. Listen, dude. I know you enjoy a big fake rubber phallus every now and then. So <laughs> Keep going with your questions, Neil. Don't answer. Don't 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 dignify that with a response. Good God, man! What's that? What's that? What's happened to the nice Tom Trova that used to be on this show? He's gone, man. John Gentilly killed him. <laughs> Jesus, I guess so. With a rubber phallus, apparently. Uh, Demons inside, man. Let me let me try and pull this back onto some kind of normality. Hey, Brian. Uh, okay, what what kind of episode do you like? Do you like hearing the two of us just blabber, or do you like the interviews better? I like the two of you blabbering. I like the interviews as well, and I've learned about bands that I haven't known. But I, you know, I I keep up with all the interviews that, or the, I'm sorry, the episodes that you all blabber, and the the 15 I haven't listened to are a few interviews. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, like you... I didn't know much about the Prozacs, and then Jay Brozac episode was great, and I started listening to them. Yeah. Oh, well, it's funny because we we're sort of like they need to open the world back up so we have more stuff to talk about. <laughs> like eventually exactly. we're gonna talk about. So it, so I think our guests are just gonna be like, hey, people that inspire us to do stuff to talk about. You know, it's like, I mean, we just had a guest on. We just spent ten minutes talking over him. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you did, <laughs> bastard. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, Neil. Don't pretend you're a gentleman. All um, right, keep going. So, are you um, are you a vinyl guy or are you a, a digital guy more? 
I was a CD guy. It's harder to find newer CDs, so I'm starting to buy digital. I'd prefer to get CDs, but if I have to buy, um, you know, uh, online stuff, that's what I do. I've never been a vinyl guy. I only have a few seven inches. Hmm. Okay. That put that puts you in the minority. Yeah, you might have to take you know that stripe away from you. Who, it makes him a guy who will probably be able to retire one day with a comfortable 401k, Neil. Let's not mock <laughs> Yeah, and you'll be and you'll be able to move without having to hire fucking ten moving vans. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh... no, see, these are pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I got, I got, I, I remodeled my basement, dude. I still have them in bags. I, I miss them actually. I think if I could put them back up, like in a shelf, I would actually, it would sort of cure some of my vinyl lust. I need to get that done. Vinyl lust. Yeah. Digging that. Okay, well, I think you might be the only person so far. You might be the only person so far who said digital. That's actually very interesting. Well, everybody loves vinyl, but not everybody collects. You know, it's like, it's one of those things. Digital's gotten Again, I I don't prefer digital. I'd rather have CDs because I do like being able to look at stuff. But a lot of bands aren't making new CDs, so you got to go digital if you can. It's our it's our age because I was a big CD guy too, man. I really was. I mean, I I've gotten back into vinyl, and it probably part of it's Neil's fault, Thank part of it's pand- pandemic's fault. Um, but yeah, I, I got no issues with CDs, man. I love listening to my car or whatever, you know. I, I know now everybody's got Bluetooth and all that stuff, but you know, I don't like them. CDs are the devil. Terrible. Some of us have technology, <laughs> but choose not to learn to use it, Neil. <laughs> anyway, <What>? anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I, I think, I think of our basic questions, I think that's all of them, unless you can think of another one that I missed, buddy boy. What's, uh, what's life like in Virginia right now, Brian? Oh, I mean, stuff open. Yeah, you can go places. I mean, I don't go out too much, but I mean, the breweries are still open restaurants you can go into. It's, it's pretty open. You got to wear masks. Uh, they're starting to get the uh, vaccine in. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can go out, but it's not, you know, it's not the same. And I just, I'm so ready for shows to come back. Yeah, that's the big, that's the big thing, isn't it? And I think, yeah. I think it will be this year. I mean, I, I definitely, Chicago's starting to book some stuff for the fall. Actually, they're starting to book some stuff for the spring, Neil, but nothing good. Right. Maybe the Metro's got a couple things lined up. I shouldn't say it's not good because I actually have no idea what it is. But uh, I've got Riot Fest tickets, so I'm still hoping to use see, those. See, oh, you you go to see My Chemical Romance, huh? Ah, ah, yeah, that one stripe is looking a bit dubious, my friend. <laughs> well, the Circle Jerks is what I really wanted to see, but you know, I probably so, will watch My Chemical Romance. It's funny, isn't it? That you could, I mean, how far is have you been to Riot Fest before them, right? I think I've been to four Riot Fests. My brother lives in Chicago, okay. So, so my a friend and I used to go to it, and Neil did too. We didn't really know each other at the time, but when we first started going, it was like a great, great punk rock festival. Now it's pretty much like Lollapalooza. I mean, Circle Jerks are literally like in the middle of the bill. It's crazy, right? They'll probably play at like four in the afternoon, right? Yeah, daylight. they'll probably play for like forty minutes at four in the afternoon. Wow, that's that's Have... thirty-five Circle Jerks songs, Neil. I don't think they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of is... like that though, because um, like. The year the Lillingtons reunited, it was like, you know, the small stage over in the middle of the day. But, you know, all the Lillingtons fans flocked over there. And it's like this. It was some of the loudest singing along with the music I've ever heard. It was just all the Lillingtons fans were able to crowd over at like four in the afternoon and sing along. So I caught about half of that set. 
And the funny thing is, it'd be like, oh, that's probably the only chance I'll ever get to see the Lillingtons. But then they made that comeback. I saw them like five more times. Yeah, I've seen tiny... a bunch over the last couple of years. In fact, I saw them with yeah. you, Tom, right at Reggie's. Yeah. Yeah, we saw them. Yeah, we saw, I saw, so I was able to see. I saw them at the freaking brass rail in Fort Wayne. Holds like 200 people. It was amazing. Huh? Yeah, I, uh, I, I did. I was able to see them at Jughead's 50th birthday party. So that was pretty cool. Dude, at Reggie's? Yes, it was. Uh, it was them, uh, Mangies. Mangies, dude, I was there. Mopes. Oh yeah, that's right. I read your review of that. I think my sister and I were there. It's kind of a classic story because my sister, who's two years younger than me, I mean, we're both pushing you know mid forties at the time, just got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> and, yeah, I drank quite a lot at that show too. And I had three Floyds there, and I love three Floyds beer. <laughs> But I mean, literally, we harassed Dan, Danny Panic into like leaving his table and moving to a different table. Fucking <laughs> <Look at laughs> asshole! <laughs> at the bar next door, at the, at the smaller room next door, at Reggie's. Anyway, good times, man. Good times. All right, all right, Neil. What are we doing? Are we wrapping it. We wrapping this up or what? We are, but I just wanted to say. So the show that's at the oh, Metro or the one next to the Metro on March twenty first, which is a week on, like two weeks on Friday, it's actually John Lankford. He used to be in the Mekons. It's his other band, the Waco Brothers, who do like a country oh, yeah, type of thing. I actually so. interviewed him for New Noise. Oh, well, there you go. Well, he's playing two matinee shows on that uh, like two weeks from Friday or whatever. So. I listened to like the first couple of Mekon singles. I'm like, man, this is really cool. And then I listened to like, the new Mekon's records. I'm like, what in the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. John Langford <laughs> kind of got... It's not like horrible, but it's it's it makes, you know, it's like, yeah, it's it makes, uh, who's that... Uh, that Chumawamba that John's always gone on oh about. My God. It, it's it's Jesus. not it's less aggressive than the guy from Chumawamba is. Yeah. Now. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway Brian, so so Brian, what song what song did you pick, buddy? I picked uh, "Fix" by Avail, of course. You know, Richmond band. I figured that's what I had to go with. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they uh, play it pretty much every one of their shows, and it's just a great sing along. All right. So we'll uh, we'll sing along sing along you out of here with that one. <laughs> we're gonna thank we're gonna thank Brian for listening. We yep. really we really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for the support and thanks for writing us letters to let us know that people are listening. Yep. We figure that each letter we get is represents one million listeners. <laughs> yes. Well yes. thank you all. So, you all do a great podcast and I really enjoy it. Thanks, well, thanks, all, Brian. thanks episode Brian. number one hundred. You will, you will be, you will join us in the hollowed ranks of I don't know whatever. I, yeah. I'm running, I'm running out of steam. It's getting yeah, late. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so, All right, Brian, thanks. And we're yeah. Thanks a lot, Brian. Yep. We'll, uh, I'm, oh, we'll, thank you. If we're hey, listen. Next time you're in Chicago, give it, give us a yell. We'll see if we can meet up and have some three Floyds. Yep. Sounds sure. good. All right. All right, man. Take Cheers, Brian. See you, buddy. You too. Bye.
All right. For our last guest for episode number 100, we are going to a place where the sun shines even less than Neil's college town of Manchester, United Kingdom. We're going to Seattle to talk to Carl. Oh, How I are you doing, it, Carl? I bet it doesn't. I bet it doesn't shine less. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's, it's it. I'm doing good, and uh, the sun shines here. Uh, August is glorious. July and August and September are glorious. The rest of the year is a freaking crapshoot. Well, you know, as Midwesterners, we can sort of agree with that. So. Yeah. Manchester's problem- not a crapshoot. Manchester's 100% rain pretty much every day. <laughs> so- well, the problem here is when it starts raining, it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, you don't get like a rainy day or two rainy days. Like, when the when the gloom hits, you know you're in into the shit for about two weeks. That's the problem. Yeah. You get a rainy month. At least. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. Well, you know, I mean, it, it, it is a city that's responsible for some of the gloomiest music ever made. Oh, yeah. And, and, tell me and, and, the, and the funny thing is, so when we first met Carl, so Carl, you, you played in a grunge band in the 90s, right? Yeah, I would say a fourth tier grunge band. And because we actually talked about it on an episode, you sent me, you guys made a seven inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the name of the band was Legendarily Bad. Yes, it was. And it was Fire Clown, right? Yeah. Named, <laughs> that's, na- that's pretty bad. Named after, named after a, a, a Tigers of Pantang or whatever that, some obscure metal uh, oh, band. Like favorite metal band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so we actually started in Eugene. Uh, two good uh, college buddies of mine were putting this band together, and I was just willing to play with anybody, honestly. I just wanted to be in a band so bad at that point. And uh, to their credit, like, they picked up on the uh, on the grunge thing real early. And, like, I, I think I, you guys were talking about, like, that Love Buzz single, like, by Nirvana being yeah, yeah. sold like, I remember my buddy playing that for me on the car on his cassette deck on the way to, like, a band practice. Like, going, like, man, this band is going to be here. Because they were, like, way into the Seattle scene. And, so this uh, would have been, like, 88, 89? What year are we this, talking about? Yeah, yeah, probably around then. And uh, and one of them, Adam, went on to write for, uh, I think he still does. He uh, he writes for Decibel Magazine. and, and Oh, yeah, that's he, a metal, yeah, metal magazine. Yeah, he's real into metal, and the other one, my buddy Jeff, uh, he became the art director at Sub Pop. I think he still is, like the wow. head, head honcho. So, like, they were into that whole, they were into Sub Pop when nobody knew about it, and they both went on to, like... Like, make a career out of it, almost. Yeah, totally, yeah. Huh. Well, that's, yeah, that you, it's all about being in the right place at the right time, right? They probably were, he started working there and there was three employees. Next thing you know, you're the vice president, right? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and that was, the, that was definitely the label that Nirvana built because although they definitely have had other successful bands, that was such a phenomenally freaky thing, right? Oh yeah. For sure. Huh. And you said, and, and, and the, the punchline of the funny story, at least if, as I remember the email was eventually you quit to join like an op Ivy type band, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is I was never, I was never really into grunge. I mean, I was in a band with my buddies, and that part was freaking awesome. I never took it seriously. Well, I mean, that's not that's not totally true. I mean, I just wasn't really, my heart wasn't into the music, you know? And sure. plus, at that time, so we had started in Eugene. We had ended up moving to Seattle. And, you know, at around then, you couldn't swing a dead cat without 
knocking out 12 grunge bands. You know, it was just <laughs> yeah. so overdone. Like, you know, and we honestly, like, we weren't going anywhere. We were, like I said, we were like fourth tier, uh, sure. you know. Do you, over- you get to open for everybody cool or were you like opening for third tier? Opening for third tier. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's some like local bands you guys probably wouldn't have heard of that we opened for, but uh, shit, like, yeah, no, nobody like we never opened for. You, you never shot up with Lane Staley. No, 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 no. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> no idea. He's the singer for uh, Alice in Chains. Yeah. He was kind of. I'll take, take uh, your word for it, mate. Take your word. He would eat. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't, you weren't you weren't like Kurt Cobain's gardener or anything that found no, him. No, no. And kind of funny thing is like all those bands like. Uh, uh, shit, uh, like Alice in Chains. Like, so we used to come up here every. When I was still in college down in Oregon, we would come up here every fall for like they have a big bumper shoot. It's like the big music and arts festival. And I remember coming up here when I was still in uh, in Eugene just to go to the music fest. And Alice in Chains was playing, and they were like already local favorites. But they were like all. They were all spandex and glam. Yeah, they were glammy when they first started out. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, why are, Why is everybody into this band? I mean, I guess it's cool, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not, I, I like metal too. But then, like, next time I, like, move up to, you know, they, you know, a year later, I move up to Seattle, and they're all like, wow, 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, what the I... fuck happened to these guys? You know, at least they were a little more upbeat and fun before. Now it's all depressing and <laughs> that's funny i remember that whole thing like when i would like traveling the country be like all the bands who were playing like nothing but a good time like six months ago and playing like every rose has a thorn they were starting yeah. to play man in the box and like jeremy you're like sitting at a bar drinking like jeremy's yeah. here. <laughs> it's like dude i mean it's just not bar music it's it's suicide music you know it's, yeah. it's just it's just all right anyway but yeah so yeah carl from seattle so carl how did you how did you find us Oh, okay. So honestly, I found you guys through uh, through uh, the Punk News podcast. Sure. Uh-huh. And and I don't want to blow like a shitload of smoke up Tom's ass, but basically. Oh, I like uh, it. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> blow away. Yeah, blow away my his head's not big enough already. So, <laughs> like, I like John Gentile. You know, he might not exactly have a classic voice for radio, but like, I do actually think he's like entertaining the way he talks and everything. His mannerisms. He's cool. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, oh, okay, I couldn't. You put him that. off there, man. Uh, What's so, that? Uh, What's that, Neil? I said you put him off. Oh, I was gonna say I made I made a, I made a slight joke at his at his uh, expense again at John's expense. Again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, yeah, like so then, uh, you know, I like him, but it's uh. You know, a little bit too much heavy on the Chumbawamba and the Public Enemy and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, and Adam's cool. I like him, but then he's always talking about some obscure band from Quebec or Montreal. Who sold five? Who sold five cassettes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the guy I always identified with was like Tom, because like either we'd have the same opinion on something, or they'd be talking about some new band that. I'm a grumpy old man. I'm I'm about to turn 54 here, and so I like my old punk. And although I do like to listen to new music, and I've been turned on to some new music and some even even old music through you guys, that just somehow escaped me. But I don't like give a shit about whatever the flavor of the month, you know, yeah. band makes the uh, punk news like you know yeah, year yeah. end yeah. number one band. And uh, yeah. 
so I always identified with Tom's opinion and it got to the point where like, I mean, I don't listen to every episode, but seriously, I would look at the episode description and if Tom wasn't on the show, I just wasn't fucking going to listen to it. You wow, know? <laughs> Tom, look at you. Well, and I think it must have been around the time, especially maybe when you guys started uh, Punk Till I Die, because you, I did notice like there was kind of a drop off all of a sudden in the episodes you were on. And and Neil, I heard you get mentioned a number of times. Yeah, uh, he's a frequent, frequent the, writer. Yeah, it's just sort of like the uh, provocateur, uh, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> the antagonist. I do my best, uh, yeah. All that, <laughs> that was punk news. And so I can't remember the episode or that I heard that, because it was a while uh Till I heard that about the punk till I die, and I'm like, fuck, I'm checking this out. And I just heard it, and after the first episode, I was like, man, this is my show. <laughs> that's good. You know? That's good to know. <laughs> so, have you listened? Have you listened to all of them? You think, or are you do you like pick and choose of our shows? I, I've listened to every single show of yours uh, since uh, about the start of the pandemic. Oh wow! And I, okay, and I haven't gone back only because. Uh, I, uh, it's weird with me. Let's just say I did not handle being a small business owner. I did not handle the start of the pandemic. Well, uh, <laughs> I was very <laughs> anxious and very just out of sorts with the whole thing. And so to me, there's something like, like kind of creepy about like hearing shit, especially right before the pandemic, when you, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. rewatching a horror movie where you know the shitty parts coming, and so <laughs> I've kind of been—I don't know—it's weird, man. I will go back and check them out, but you know, there's a couple other uh, podcasts I listen to, and you know, I'm gonna start going back, you know, uh, and 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 cherry picking them because now that it kind of seems like there's light at the end of the tunnel, I'm a little more lighthearted about the whole thing. But it was this kind of weird thing where it's like. I don't, I don't want to bum myself out by like, like listening to the show I like when they're talking about good times, you know. Yeah, I don't think we got too bogged down in it. Uh, but like everybody else, we didn't know what was going on at first either. You know, we laughed about it. We, I mean, we did a yeah. we did a show where we played songs that had "sick" in the title. You yeah, know, we did. Total <laughs> we, we did. Yeah. yeah, we did. I forgot about that. But if there's one I could suggest, if you haven't listened to it, episode 17, which was from February, so it was about a month before shit went down last year. Um, oh, that was Sims. our episode. Of the, uh, that was our interview with Rick Sims, and that oh, is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. that was a that's, that's a classic that's, one. That's I think. a Stone Cold classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard you guys mention that a lot. Now I mean, I you should you should listen to them all. That one is one of the funniest ones the sound quality is not good but it's it's one of our yeah. it's definitely one of the fun yeah because that's because you bust my balls for two hours oh we did <laughs> we definitely came into our own that's we, we got into some good locker room talk it was good yeah well, it it's good funny one. too because uh um i don't know how much how familiar you guys are with the super suckers but they're one of my absolute favorite yep. local bands you know sure I, I would say they're more they they definitely started off more as a punk band and now sure. they're more more rock and roll, but they're but, they're but, still uh, within. They're in my definitely still within my uh, sphere of stuff I like. Yeah, and he, and he played with them for a number of. I mean, he's on on at least one of their albums. Yeah, he, he, talk, talks, he talks about, about it. that. Yeah, actually, he, he wrote yeah. a, he wrote a couple songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, Eddie Spaghetti, the lead singer, bass player, he's literally lived like right around the corner from my house, hmm. and so like we kind of became like well, not like 
best buddies or anything, but we were pretty chummy. And uh, like his kids are a little bit older than mine. So my wife and I used to go because his wife's like super cool. So they would have yard sales getting rid of all their kids shit, you know. <laughs> and uh, so we'd stop by and like buy stuff. So but I'd always uh, I'd have them autograph it, you know, and we both get kind of a laugh out of it. Yeah, so like, I had like, like uh, Tonka trucks. Yeah, no, I have like I had like my kid's car seat like had Eddie Spaghetti's like autograph on it and shit. So <laughs> I'd always do that stuff. But yeah, it's uh Yeah, so anyways, yeah, that's uh I, I've I've run into Rick Sims a number of times when he was uh based around here. Mm, yeah. Wild man. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah. Um, okay, so of the ones you... Well, it sounds like you've listened to most of them then. So of the ones you, you do know, what do, would you say was your favorite episode or episodes? What are a couple of your favorite ones? Okay. Uh, definitely the uh, Joe Queer episode. And, oh, uh, that's one that almost got us canceled, pal. Yeah. That's oh, man. <laughs> I, I freaking love that dude. And, and yeah, he's bizarrely, funny. somehow, like that... That band is right in my wheelhouse. And Tom, I think I, I sent you an email with this in it. For for whatever reason, like like I said, I, grumpy old man punk. I don't listen to a lot of new stuff, except I have been turned out of some shit through your show that I really like. But for whatever reason, like the Queers was a band that kind of escaped me. I mean, I'd yeah, heard me of too. them. I knew yeah. them. I would get them all mixed up with Pansy Division, though. And uh, uh, you're going up the wrong alley there, Bell. Yeah, you're, I mean, uh... And so. Trying to sneak in the back door when the front door is wide open. <laughs> Good God. And so after listening to some of the tunes on there, I'm like, these guys are killers. So now I've got like their whole yeah. discography. And I mean, they've become one of my favorite bands in the last three months. I mean, I honestly can't get enough of them. If, and, he, didn't, uh, if he didn't have to use fucking tits in every song, I swear he could have wrote top 40 hits, right? Oh, for sure. And actually, <laughs> I, I, I just naturally like the Beach Boys, too, you know, sure. and uh and, and yeah, man, that steps right up my alley. And uh, the other one with the guy, shit, I hope I don't get this mixed up. That okay, so that one song you guys played, which I, I got to apologize because I mean, I got a, I have a special needs cousin, and I have a nephew. Playing constantly songs of sale the handicap. And my nephew is uh, he who recently actually passed away. Unfortunately, he was also special needs, but whatever. Who was that dude that played that song "Retard in a Helmet"? Oh, it was uh, it was the guy from Guar? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he was uh, he was hilarious. Todd oh, Todd Evans. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, you know that that, that was song, that was wild. I, I I I had to go find that song on YouTube just because I'm like, man, that song is just so perfectly offensive and uh anyways <laughs> well, those are two good ones yeah well yeah. so well so because well, so, um, they're both interview shows then so do you like it better when we do interviews or do you like the ones where it's just me and me and tom talking about nothing <laughs> record collecting etc i'm i'm pretty much straight down the middle it kind of depends on i mean some of the uh i can't think of what i haven't really liked i think they've all been pretty good but oh, uh good. there's a yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much right down the middle. I mean, some of your interview shows, I would say, are your best shows if you get somebody great on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of them, you know, depending on who it is or... For sure, yeah. They're always interesting, but, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's better just to hear you guys gibber on about shit, you know? <laughs> then we do do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you being old school like me, uh, this question's probably obvious, but are you a vinyl guy or a streaming guy? Or digital, I should uh, say. 
I, over the last uh, shit, I was a vinyl guy, obviously, in the beginning, and I still mm-hmm. got a ton. I just kind of recently started buying uh, vinyl again because my wife decided she wanted to turn table and oh, get cool. into vinyl. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've been doing that. Uh, like, I just got that uh, that queer Save the World. I got that on the limited oh, yeah. edition vinyl. And uh, um, so I'm going that way. Before that, I was just... I had my CD collection, and uh, but I was actually just honestly thieving stuff off the internet through torrent sites because I didn't want to take the time to like. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, that's why we don't. That's why we don't use your last name, buddy. That's yeah. Why we don't use your last name? Well, I have a shit, you know. But it, like, once you got enough, like ba- my bandwidth speed got quick enough that I could download a CD in like twenty-five seconds, you know. It was like that's faster than burning it. Plus, I don't have to go dig it out of some crate in my attic. You gotcha, hundred percent. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, and uh, yeah, we're coming to the end of our time, I guess, because these were these started at ten minutes. Now they're, they're crazy. I thought they out. started at five minutes. Now they're like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is seventeen already. So, uh, pick a song and tell us why you picked the song that you're gonna play. Okay, so I am picking a song by the band RKL, Rich Kids on LSD, and the song I'm picking is uh, Scab on My Brain. And uh, the reason I'm picking it is I just think, I I don't think they're criminally underrated. I think they're uh, a fairly criminally unknown band, uh, you know, just in general. I mean, I think most punks have at least heard of them, but they just uh like fat mike for instance like he's just a huge proponent like i think he's often quoted as saying like between them and bad religion or without them or bad religion there would have been like no fx because when they came out of the scene they were just freaking heads and tails above everybody else in terms of songwriting and playing ability and uh yeah i just uh i just can't say enough good things about the band uh Okay. Over half or three of them uh, have died, you know, in the oh, last shit. 10 years, living oh. up to their name, basically, uh, drug related <laughs> kind of shit. And wow. a, good, a good buddy of mine, Mike, was uh, best, had become best friends with Jason Sears, their singer, and he just had a lot of demons and whatever. But, uh, uh, you know, so they're no longer around, but uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I got to mention uh, Bomber, the drummer who also passed away. Uh, he wrote all the music uh, to the band, which is pretty interesting. And yeah, unique. that's unusual. Yeah, and he was just an insane talent. I mean, he in actually on I think the recording, if you're playing the one off the album, he actually their old bass player supposedly couldn't really keep up with the bass parts, and they didn't get the new guy yet, and he actually played drums and bass on it. And uh, wow, and bass, a drummer who's actually a musician. Yeah, and the bass parts it? on it are freaking like. I mean, I've been playing bass for twenty plus years and i can't play these parts i mean they're just huh. so freaking fast you know <laughs> and he's just a phenomenal uh player but anyways uh yeah the recording i'm not a huge fan of the actual recording of the album uh especially the distortion they used on the bass but you know whatever it's punk it's cool i think they play with a a definite fury that uh not many bands could uh replicate okay cool well, yeah. so so we will uh, yeah we'll we'll end it there. So thanks, Carl. Okay. Carl with a K. Yeah, thanks for talking to us, Carl. It's, it's yeah. been it's been a lot of fun catching up, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know right. that. I, 
a lot of our a lot of people we talk to we say, hey, we're going to be out this way or that way. We'll try to catch up. I can't imagine we're going to be in Seattle anytime soon. But you know, if you're in the Midwest, look us up. Yeah, yeah. And if you're ever out this way, uh, man, you guys got a place to stay. That's for sure. Sounds good, man. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate man. it, right. Carl. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, good. Be well, man. We'll see you. Thanks yep. for listening. Thank you. Yeah. So RKL scab on my brain. Listen, guys, it was wonderful to get to know some of you on a personal level. And it was it was uh, funny, Neil, because it was like we just continued our, our like the conversation just picked right up. Right. 
They did. I mean, it was interesting. It's like we'd l- known some of these guys for, well, basically, yeah, forever, right? It was, wasn't was weird at all. Well, I didn't know how it was going to be going in, if it was going to be kind of awkward with any of these people. But no, it was amazing. It was like they no. knew us from listening to us bullshit for the last year and a half. Well, and usually, like, when we called, we were already in the middle of a conversation and they would just jump in. It was good, good stuff. <laughs> Right, and they all pick and they all pick good music. I mean, you know, I couldn't yeah. complain about anything that anybody picked. And good old Mark didn't give us a fish or a Grateful Dead song, so thanks for that, Mark. There you go, Mark. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But yeah, listen, we we really do appreciate you, and uh, you know, I can't wait for uh, episode number two hundred. Yeah. Maybe we'll have some. More, maybe we'll have some more of you on. Yeah. So or, the, or like the angry ones that we feel like we overlooked them for this one. So yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks, Ricky, Mitch, uh, John, Richard, Chris, Matt. Mike, Josh, Brian, and Carl. But also thanks to the rest of you for listening. We really do appreciate it. You you didn't miss anybody, did you? I got everybody there. Yeah. I I got the list. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. Leave leave a little mark in your heart, but not the mark we just talked to. He's a hippie. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Keep a little mark in your heart, too, for that. Just kidding. He seems like a a lovely guy. He's not not scared of me at all. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So, uh, yep. Keep a little mark now. Keep on listening, everybody. We uh, we love yeah. you, and uh, we'll talk to you all again soon. Here, here's to another, here's to another hundred, pal. Yep. I'll see you later. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. All right, man. See ya. See ya.